hey, this is the crazy thing. You asked for this. But yes, but I mean, you guys to say nothing or nothing. Hey, we're going live right now. We live, Courtney. Be ready. <laughs> he, that's literally what he said. He said, it's about to restart. You know, I got pre show pr- tr- uh, traditions I do and shit. Hey, hey, you brush your teeth already. You did it all. I did, right? Right. Okay. So we good. But hey, what's up, you guys? This is Boys Your Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hendo, and I got my boy, Suni. Yes. Hello. And we, got a, doing? we got a guest, a special a guest, guest on the building today, huh? Today. Yes. Okay. Okay, Hanson. What's up, girlfriend? You looking good today? Thank you, thank you. Well, you look good every day, but I mean, you looking real, real nice today. You know, (laughs) especially being an MMA fighter, get punched in your face all day, all day. You know what I mean? So uh, the fight announcement glow. Think that's what's going on. Hey, fight <laughs> that's one thing about MMA I didn't like, man. When I was training, trying to be a fighter, I was like, man, I get punched. In, I'm too cute to be getting punched in my face like this. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Makeup on, you know what I mean. So it's not that bad. I get a little black eye, a little bit of makeup goes away. You can't even tell. So you get punched in your eye or something, get a black eye, then you can go out, you know, in in town, just put a little makeup on. You can't even tell. Yeah, I mean, unless it like swells a little bit, then you kind of look like puffy face. But for the most part, <laughs> you just put some makeup on it, and you'll be fine. I don't usually knock on wood. I usually don't like bruise easily or get black eyes easily. And I've been hit pretty hard. So I'm lucky that way, I guess. But I haven't had a problem. Damn, do black people, do we got, can we do that too? I don't know. We can do that. Chris, I don't know if we can do that. What you mean we can do that? I don't know if we can, you know, be able to cover that up. Do we have makeup that can cover yeah. black people? Like yeah. That? Of course. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to put makeup on this shit. You know what I mean? But, Kay, let's talk about you a little bit. Special guest on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And um, it's an honor to have you on. So let's talk about you, your career a little bit. Get people caught up to uh, who you are, all that. So where where are you come from? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Norwalk, California. Born and raised. Um, I played softball super competitively growing up. And then when I was 16, uh, I saw Ronda fight and decided that's what I'm going to do. So I started training within uh, like a month. I dropped out of high school. I was supposed to go to Harvard to play softball. That's like what people know about me a lot. And people always give me so much shit when I came out with that story. But uh, I was supposed to go to Harvard to play softball. I started training within a month. I dropped out of school, went all in, was like, I'm going to fight. Con- so. Congratulations, because we encourage people to drop out of high school and school <laughs> to, pursue, to pursue your dreams. Yeah, it's funny. I'll tell the story. I'll tell the story, and people will be like, "Oh, so I should drop out of high school because I want to do this?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. don't, don't do that. exactly follow by my lead." But fuck that, um, do it, <laughs> do that shit, man. Waste your time going to school, people. You can learn everything in school on YouTube. Listen to Uncle Courtney, goddammit. it. That's Sorry funny. about that. Sorry. A <laughs> um, couple more questions for you. I know these are the traditional questions we got to ask Sunni because this is what people, course, you know, yeah. then we get into the good stuff. Right. right. So right now, okay, we get into the, the nitty gritty, who you are and all that stuff. Right. Um, so how'd you get into more MMA then? Um. Well, just Ronda. I remember I watched her fight and something about it like hooked me. I've never been confrontational, so I've never been one to like, like fighting or like anything like that, but it just came naturally to me. It felt right. Um, I mean, obviously, I chose the right thing. Started training at 16, 18 went pro, 20 in the UFC. I think uh, I chose the the right path. <laughs> Bullshit, yeah, okay. that's, that's fast. That's when I was a hey, when I was a kid, yeah, I remember having like girls in my classroom like look like K, you know, what I mean, bullying me and shit, taking my lunch money. <laughs> you one of them little girls in the in this in the school bullying little boys, taking their lunch money. <laughs> I was not a bully. I was. I never got into one fight at school. Like never, never happened. Good shit. Good let shit. me let me ask. Uh, Random question: What Ronda fight was it that got you interested in MMA? It was the Bechko Heo one. 
Because mm. I remember I had just turned 16 because my birthday is August 14th, and I think she fought August like 12th or 13th. Right. Um, and that's when I decided that I wanted to fight. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what's what about um? So you got into MMA then. Um, what what martial arts you know uh what did you get into more because i see you more of a ground ground and pound fighter did you like that's yeah, what you got I into the wrestling um, i started everything at once but i kind of took to grappling a little more i don't know what it was um but i still trained everything like equally uh now i i trained everything <laughs> obviously but um i'm i focused my striking a little more i've switched schools like i've been there for a little over a year now um and really trying to put together you know my grappling ability and my striking ability so um I'm doing my best to mix everything, but I did take to grappling uh, a little better, like when I first started. Yeah, because I was looking at some of your fights too. You look like a, you know, uh, uh, a Khabib, yeah. <laughs> little baby Khabib. You, yeah, you but, no joke, girl. But, I'm telling but you, but something you may not have thank known. You, thank you. She had a she had a pro boxing match too. Oh shit! She did pretty good. I've had yeah, I've had like four or five um, boxing matches professionally, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't never liked the boxing world. It's just kind of like. It wasn't my thing you know i did it uh specifically just to get my hands better for mma so i didn't really care about my record necessarily but um it was a cool experience but it wasn't my favorite by but the mean. question <laughs> is can you beat jake paul <laughs> oh, fuck, i would hope so <laughs> i mean i would hope so but at this point it's like man we got i don't know that whole situation to me i haven't watched any of them if i'm being completely honest like i refuse to like watch them um, but I just know every time, like I go on Twitter after and I see the result, my heart is just like. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I see those paychecks, my heart be like, "Damn, I, I chose the wrong career field." You know what I mean? So you got a uh, fight coming up too. Let's talk about your fight. Yeah, I just signed it. Uh, everything last week, um, a couple weeks ago, I finally decided I had to take off. You know, a little bit. Um, I was going through like a eating disorder type situation, um, so I'm finally on like the outer ends of that. Um, and like three weeks ago, I was so my manager. I was like, you know, I'm ready to go. A uh, couple things were said, and last week's contracts were signed. So uh, I'm moving up to 125 this fight. Um, hoping to go back down, but I'm also not going to force my body. You know, I'm 22 years old. I have a long career. I want to be here for a long time. So, um, but this next fight's at 25, and, and I'm excited for it. Okay, there you go. Hey, nice. Congratulations, congratulations. Yeah, I saw, I saw that you went back and forth between 115 and 125. Which which way do you feel more comfortable at? Sorry, I couldn't hear. Well, he got a deep ass voice, sound, trying to sound sexy and shit. Stop. I don't know what's up with Sunny, man. Like Sunny, we t- hey, go ahead. Let me, let me go ahead. He got some jokes coming. Let him, let him go ahead. What jokes he got? Hey, for she me said today? she can't hear you because you're trying to sound sexy in this bitch, man. <laughs> hey, hey, speak up a little bit, bro. Like you know what I mean? Project your voice a little bit. Speak into the mic, Sunny. Are you done? I heard something about weight class. Right? What I was saying was, uh, I saw that you jumped back and forth between one fifteen. And 125 which which weight class do you feel more comfortable at you know honestly i always saw my career at 115 um for me it's weird because i i don't know i want to hold the belt in like the most stacked division and i think 125 is still developing and there's so there's a lot of talent there um but 115 is just stacked and it's been stacked you know and for the longest time like i just saw my career there and i wanted the hardest road to the belt i want to get the belt i want to go through the struggles like um, so for me, it's weird because I feel like the 2125 belt's a little more attainable than the 115 belt. But uh, you know, I, I still think 115 is where I want to be. You know, like I said, uh, I don't want to force my body. So if it wants to stay at 125, I'm fine with that. But eventually, I would like to go back to the 115 permanently. 
What problems are you having right now? You're saying that want to force your body. Do you, do you want to you care to speak on uh, it? Or if you don't want to speak yeah. on it, you have to. No, I'm, I'm fine with speaking with it. Um, I've had like an eating disorder for a long time. I just like literally never ate anything. So mm. I'd be training three, four times a day, like murdering myself in training sessions and literally not eating anything. And I did it for years. And I walked around at like, you know, 123, super close to on weight. So it was something I developed outside of fighting, but being in a sport that revolves around a number on the scale, you know, it kind of gave me an excuse to like feed it. Um, so, you know, I just wouldn't eat and I would train and for, you know, two, three years, that was fine. And then all of a sudden I was supposed to fight Cheyenne Bies, uh last March and I had to pull out. Um, my whole body like pretty much shut down. I was like anemic, vitamin D deficient, like always lightheaded. It was just like everything was shut down. So. Um, I was kind of forced to, I was forced to pull out. I kind of took the re like reverse dieting route where like, I pretty much just had to learn how to eat, you know? Um, so my weight kind of shot up a little bit, um, naturally because my body wasn't used to like metabolizing food. So it was like holding on to everything. And then it took me a while to like, finally like get everything back to normal. So right now I'm walking, I'm like 138 right now. Um, and I've been sitting there steady. So I'm like 12 pounds off and I'm fighting in January. So it's going to be, uh, you know, this camp's going to be focused a lot on the fight and less on the weight. Um, just cause I didn't want my body to have to go through another 115 weight cut after like being so like, uh, spread thin this year. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you this, I'm a certified fat boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you need any, any, uh, any, any, any guidelines or anything on how to eat good. You know what I mean? Let you know, your boy Courtney. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm I'm doing better now. I still have like days where it's hard, um, but it's just so weird. Like my body, I just didn't eat for so long that like I never like my stomach never growled. Like I never had like hunger cues. Like I was just never hungry. Um, so like even now, like when I eat, it's not because I'm hungry. It's like just because I know okay, I need to eat to fuel this training session or like just to fuel the rest of my day. So it's been a learning experience for sure, but. I was going crazy. I had to take like two months completely off. Didn't step in a gym, like nothing. And I was, I was going nuts because during my career, I've never taken like more than a, a month, a month and a half off. I wanted to, I want to ask you, <clears throat> is it even now, do you still, do you still not feel hungry? Um, so I've had some hunger cues come back. Um, I'm not hungry when I wake up and I kind of have to force eat myself breakfast. Um, I usually get hungry around like three or four naturally, but that's usually the only time of day um, I get hungry. And it's like really weird. My body is like this complex puzzle that like I've had to figure out. And people at the UFCPI have helped me. Um, I talked to TJ Jellisaw because he trains uh, at my gym now. So um, I use some of the training lab right now to kind of help me. So I'm just like slowly trying to figure everything out, but I'm finally starting to kind of get hungry, but it's still not like, most of the time I'm still having to like forcing myself to make sure I'm like eating and fueling my body throughout the day. Okay, interesting. interesting. So let's talk about this fight coming up. So your opponent, um, what are you? Uh, what's your game plan? Can you tell us uh, some insider uh, exclusive information <laughs> on how you're going to beat this girl coming up? You know, I uh, I don't know too much about her. Um, I personally don't like watching film. Um, I used to be a big film watcher when I was like, you know, 18. And then I realized I kind of was just obsessed over it and it was not a good thing for me. So I don't really watch film. I don't know too much about her. I kind of let my coaches do that and kind of just follow what they say. But I mean, I'm confident, you know, I have the same game plan. Um, pretty much every time I fight, you know, I'll, I'll have, I'll be aware of a couple of things. But for me, um, I'm just going to go in there and do what I always do. You know what I mean? Ground on pound and beat some ass. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I'm kind of big on like wherever the fight goes, it goes. You know what I mean? If I 
feel like I've had the advantage on the feet, I'll stay there. If I feel like I want to take it to the ground, um, I'll do that too. I'm, I'm pretty confident going into this one. Cool. I, I want to ask something else too. Uh, is it normal for the UFC to sign a fight so far in advance? Like you said, you're not fighting until January, right? Yeah. So this is kind of something that was weird for me. So I took my UFC debut on literally six days notice. Right. Um, and then I got my, I signed for the Corey McKenna fight uh, not too long after that. And I had like a 10 to 12 week camp. Um, right. So this one, it's like, a, I don't even know how many weeks, like 15. It's a, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So for me, I remember like a month ago, I told my manager like, hey, can you like talk to McMaynard about maybe getting me on like a November card? And McMaynard pretty much said like the card, the cards are all booked throughout the rest of the year. Mm. So I pretty much had no choice but to fight in January. So I guess um, I've heard Sean Shelby sign stuff a little like shorter notice and then McMaynard usually plans out, um, you know, and like obviously there'll be dropouts that people have to fill in. But um, I was surprised too that it was so late in the year, but I mean, it's all right with me, you know, more time for me to kind of like ease into a camp and not like hit the ground running necessarily right away. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's 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 interesting that they booked out the rest of the year, but also I guess it makes sense considering all the stuff they got going on now with the UFC. So cool, man. Cool. We got we got the uh, the background in. You know, what I mean, appreciate like I say, appreciate you for coming on the show, Chris. Let's get into some of these topics a little bit. You know, what I mean, let's talk about some uh, interesting, crazy stuff. You know, what I mean, so Kay, uh, we like to argue and debate on this show. We get a little crazy, okay. unorthodox. We're not like the same uh, you, uh, podcast. So <laughs> don't don't be scared to jump in and talk your shit, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So before we jump in, I did want to... We got some comments here. Okay. Uh, one person in particular is wondering what your favorite meal is, which is kind of a weird, creepy question. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. You say your favorite meal. Yeah. My favorite meal. Um, I guess hot wings right now. One of my teammates just opened like a hot wing spot. They're like baked, so they like taste better. And I think that's my little fix right now. Are they lemon pepper? They have lemon pepper and they're Ooh. really good. <laughs> <laughs> they're sour. Hey, you've been around they're some really black good. people, huh? You've been around a couple of black people, huh? <laughs> Didn't know that. You've been around some black people been knowing that. Lemon pepper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I guess you could start with just the classic fights. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? Brother Courtney, who hey. are you? Hey, man, let's go, man. Easy. So my classic fight is uh, Fedor and uh, Fedor. Mirko. Uh, Krokop. Krokop. Yeah. 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 Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, got called, I got called the lemon pepper. Is it? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fedor and Krokop. Pride, bro. Yeah. That's a cold man. Some, one of the best fights I've ever seen. Like I, I, I told you guys before, some of my favorite fights are in Pride. You know, I had some crazy fights, man. Bro, legendary fights in in particular. How do you, how do you like that uh, Fader and Crow Cop fight? I like that fight. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, I had a little phase where I like binge watched all the Pride stuff because I was so young when uh, all the fights were happening that like I had to like kind of educate myself. You know what I mean? But I haven't watched it in a while. But I'm a big fan of both, and I really like that fight. Absolutely, nice. Suni. What you, what is your uh, opinion on that fight? My opinion on the fight? Yeah. First of all, Pride had some of the craziest fights. I think just simply because they allow people to get stomped out on the floor. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yo, Shogun used to jump in heel first to the face. But um, honestly, this this was a crazy fight because of like all the hype around it. Because yeah. Fedor was like, you know, the world beater. He was crushing everybody. And Krokop was on the way up to knocking people out. I think this was, was this before or after the Nogara fight? I think it was before. That, that was, I know it was after, wasn't it? Was it after? I think that was after. Okay, yeah, you might be right about that. That was but, after. Dude, that's like the height of the heavyweight division. 
going back and forth, bro. Insane. Yeah, uh, 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 Fedor, it's a beast once again. He, man, I mean, that, that was just like the whole the whole Pride era, bro. It's like to me, it was the best time for MMA for sure, bro. Yeah, like I don't see those type of fights anymore during MMA. I was I would say Pride, but also WEC. WEC has some fuck, dude. They not like Pride good, though, bro. They had some good fucking fights in WEC, but bro. not like Pride. I, in my opinion, I think they were just as wild. Name me one fight that can compare it to Pride in WC. One fight? Every yeah. Jose Aldo fight that he had Not in Not like Pride, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Man, stop it. You, We need to... No. Man. You tripping. You tripping. Anyway, what so, do you think? Kay, yeah, what do you, I'd like, like to hear your opinion. Do you remember when WC as well? I, I mean, I think Pride is unmatched. You know what I mean? I think uh, as you, time Kay. went on, <laughs> MMA kind of uh, turned into like a more of a business, you know? It's slowly kind of making its way to that which isn't bad but i think uh you know back in the the pride era it was just like two people who wanted to beat the shit out of each other and they'll do anything it takes and when they say anything like they're gonna stomp on your head yeah you know what i mean yeah so. i like you k you know what i like you oh that's one thing i wanted to talk to you about k what? somebody put thirty-seven thousand on you girl oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was crazy please tell me you knew that motherfucker was that your ex-boyfriend or something <laughs> So it's actually a funny story. I heard um, that he had placed a bet. Like I was literally ten minutes from walking oh out, and my coach was like, "Dude, someone just placed like or like placed this huge bet on you." And I was like, "Oh, really? Like I have no idea how betting works, even still." So I was like, "Oh, cool, whatever." You know, uh, went into the fight, and then afterwards, like it was blowing up, and uh, and then everyone was asking me about it. And I mean, I think it was crazy. But then uh, the next day, I'm I'm going home, and I'm at the airport, and. Uh, I run into the guy and he's like, hey, Kay Hansen. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm the one who bet 37K on you. What? And like, he had like, yeah. And he had like, and he showed me the ticket and everything. And like, he had Gucci bags and shit. And I was like, why? <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, why? Like, you don't know me. Like, it was my debut. But I guess he had followed like my career before that. He watched my Invicta fights and, uh, you know, he had, he just thought I was going to beat Frey and had confidence in me. And I was like, damn, that was a. Did you get his time. number though? No, we follow each other on Instagram though. Did he break you off some of that money? Something. That's a question. No, he didn't. See, no, he did not. Yeah, that, but... nah. You should unfollow him then if you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he might he might bet on you big later and give you some a cut though. On the Borchers Boys podcast, we do a lot of betting here. Go ahead, we throw a lot in. of money on this. Go ahead and rub podcast, it in. Right? He over here with all the so money. I want to count all the money I won from SUNY. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, I don't, don't, I don't mean so much Mayweather. money. Courtney Mayweather. <laughs> That's what they call it right now. I'll, I'll put it on the screen. Can you see this money? Hey. This is all the money I'll make for some Courtney. Hold on. Fuck let's, you, bro. Let's, let's go back this way. Let's go this way, Kay. This is all the money I made off SUNY. I kept it. This is house money. This is all the house money. I took his I took his rent money, his lunch money, all the above. But I feel like I need to step it up a little bit for thirty seven thousand. We need to go a little harder on this show. No, 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 no. I feel no, broke no, no, now. No. We This is about like two or three grand right here. You know what I'm saying? crazy to me yeah we go hard for sure that don't was worry a lot of freaking money to bet on a debuter Damn, <laughs> like, it's okay I'm confident to myself but i mean like a random fan you know what i mean crazy to me that's crazy man but you know what hey chris this is this is one thing i want everybody to remember y'all just remember that he's doing this remember <laughs> that he's bo- boasting and putting this money in my face because the moment I get all that money back, every podcast episode, I'm starting with the money in front of my face like this. So just be ready. <laughs> just be ready. I don't think he cares. No, he don't care, but it's okay. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> hey, Craig, girl, where you want to go, baby? Where you want to go, okay? 
Paris? I got I buy you all the lemon pepper flesh you want, baby. It's nothing. You want a new you want a new uh, Frenchie? Let's go. Someone said they saw you in a Ferrari the other day. Hey, I got I do got a Ferrari. You know what I mean? But I don't want to tell people that because people be thinking it's too like late. you already told them. Damn. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And then you got this money and you hey. ain't making it no better for yourself, bro. But this is the money I got off of you. Thank you, courtesy the soon. Okay. What do you think black guys? What is the- um? I never have. You never did a black man. I have never. No, I haven't. Cut, I have, I've cut only- the camera. <laughs> cut the camera. Cut her off. Cut her off the the, the podcast. Damn it! You never dated a black guy, bro. No, I've only. I don't really like I date very often. Um, I've only dated like two people my whole life. I'm. I'm sorry to hear I don't that. Know. And then one yeah. of them black. You do you find black guys attractive? Yeah. Name me one black guy you find attractive. He can't be Denzel Washington <laughs> or Drake. He can't be none of those two, damn it. Denzel or Drake? What's the guy's name from Criminal Minds? SUNY Hotep. What? I am Hotep. What the fuck? Criminal Minds? What is, Criminal what Minds? is that? Is it a movie? Criminal Minds show. You guys don't know Criminal Minds? No, nah, nah. I don't watch that. Uh, I don't know what his name is. It's like, is it Shamar, Shamar something? Is Shamar it a dark, Moore? Is he a dark skinned black guy or a light skinned black guy? Uh, Kind of in the middle. He's not like is this, is this, Chris. Are you looking at them right now? You run that, Chris. I need to see her type. No, you can't. In the comments right now. Before we go any yeah. further, damn it. People in the we need to see her type. It. Have the people in the comments search it. God damn it, bro. Before we go any further with this podcast, we need to see her type. Yes. If you're Why in the comments, this? please search up who this actor is. From Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Man, L O Cool J, L O Cool J, You like L O Cool J? Oh, Shamar Moore. Okay, it's, it's Shamar right. Moore. Oh. Yeah, there you go. He yeah. black okay. man. He what no you mean? black. Shamar Moore is not black. He, nah, thank nah. He you, what? Thomas. That's thank Drake. Get the fuck out of here. That's Drake, bro. Say thank you to Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Thomas, for getting that info. <laughs> Shamar Moore. What's wrong with Shamar Moore, bro? He, he ain't black, man. He's skin bro, brother. Leave him alone, man. Shamar Moore. Anyways, bro. So. Moving on because nah, this man. guy's lost his mind. Okay, come hang with us a little bit, girl. We got you. We uh, got you. You know what so, I mean? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. My classic fight. Nobody cares <laughs> you about your fight. You forgot that we was on that. You forgot that we was on that. Sorry, I got a little track. A little track. Okay, uh, 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 Chris. Yeah. Anyways, my classic fight. What's your classic fight, bro? Donald Cerrone versus. Jim Miller. Ooh. That's a good fight. Yes. That's a really good fight. I was able to find a little gift for Ooh, this. Ooh, look at this kitty. guy. Yo, first of all, that graphic was fire. Yes, sir. We need to we need to run that back again. But anyways, um You gotta get that's bro, that's one of the first of all. That's the first time I ever seen somebody fall in slow motion in normal <laughs> speed. That was crazy as yeah. fuck, bro. Um, but the reason I picked this fight, obviously, it's a great fight. I love that fight. Uh, Donald Sony striking is amazing, but I've been feeling bad for him lately, man. Because I feel like they did him dirty with that Connor fight. Because they they set him up, bro. You know they set him up. They didn't. He asked for that fight. What are you talking about? Why? You think Donald Cerrone asked to fight Conor McGregor? Absolutely. Simply for the payday, Absolutely. probably. He didn't think he was going to win that fight. No I disrespect. I would ask to fight Conor McGregor. If I'm going to make that money, I'll fight Conor McGregor. <laughs> right, so that's what I'm saying. Know. But that's what I'm saying, Kay. Money. I'm sure he asked. I would ask if I were him. Man. That's what I'm saying, though. It's for the money. You Do you think that he truly believed that he was going to beat Conor? Yes. All right. Yes. I'm not yes. I'm not even going go no further than that. Absolutely. Then. If y'all I, believe that, then I do. Then that's fine. I do. But yeah. I, I didn't think they, I, I, I just feel like the UFC set him up with that one. No. They gave him a gift, bro. That's the a gift, gift of money. 
Sure. That's even to to be able to fight Donald, uh, Conor McGregor. That's a gift, bro. Everything, money, I mean, all I of it. Could have found a way to got it to the ground. I mean, I think he's kind of a late starter, so that first round, definitely. I feel like, yeah, he doesn't really do well a lot of the times, you know. But I think if he could have found a way to like break McGregor, he could have had a chance. I mean, I don't think. I mean, McGregor striking is good, but I think Cerrone could have had a chance. He could have. I mean? He could have. I don't know. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of like dinosaur now, man. He's not like the the same. You call him a dinosaur? Not a dinosaur. I, I sound disrespectful, <laughs> don't I? Damn. And that's my boy. I, I know Cerrone. Yeah, bro. I've been to the uh, the BMF ranch a lot of times. Really? And that motherfucker's cold. Really? Don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> Donna Cerrone's living good. He balling. I've Super met good. him once at the UFC PI, and all I remember from him is he was like talking to everyone, and then he was like, "All right, I'm out. I'm gonna go buy some propane." And everyone was like. <laughs> Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, peace. I'm gonna go buy propane, and I was like, that's the most cowboy or anything. I think yeah. <laughs> He's super funny. a super dope person, man. Everything really? you see on TV, that is Cerrone, bro. Everything you see on TV. Right. When I was I, when I was with, at the BMF Ranch, he wanted to take me uh, scuba diving for my first time. Absolutely not, and bro. Black dude scuba diving for his first time in negative fifty degrees water. Absolutely oh, not. Okay. What is the I hell? Do I don't do cold water. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Yeah, people from California don't do cold water so, at all. Crazy story. This is a crazy story. So he wanted them to take me to some lake that they go to all the time, and they they found like a pot of gold in this lake when he what? Went. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy shit. A pot of gold. Yes. Was it a rainbow and some, and some fucking uh, <laughs> leprechauns and shit in there too? What the fuck? <laughs> no, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. But for real, they. I guess there's some gold out there, like. I don't know the backstory behind it, but yeah. he found like real gold in this. Wow. I guess they have a little map that you can go on the water and find. But for years, people have been looking for this gold and he found it. That's dope. Don't feel bad for Cerrone, bro. He's living good. <laughs> okay. Really right. good. I'll take it back. I shout don't out feel to bad. Cerrone, dude, man. That's my guy, man. Shout out, shout out to my boy Cerrone. Right. Let's go, man. Let's go more into these, uh, these topics. All right. Uh, well, before we jump into topics, let's just remind people to like and subscribe. Absolutely. Like, if you're out here watching, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, look Just at the graphic. Yo, push that button. My man got the graphic uh, in the corner. Look at this. Ooh, he cold piece, man. <laughs> look at K, man. Your makeup is on point tonight. Thank you. You know what I mean? That little fr- Frenchie. That's All cool. Right. Let's go. First topic uh, Joe Rogan's been receiving a lot of hate lately. Um, any ideas as to why? What? Have you been noticing that? I don't understand that. First of all, th- yeah. this one thing that I've realized about people it's, it's, it's something that. I noticed with a lot of people, they do it with Joe Rogan, they do it with Charlamagne, they do it with a lot of people. Right. <clears throat> if they say one thing that's controversial, all of a sudden yeah. you can't listen to anything that they say, I hate this person, blah, blah, blah. But for the most yeah. part, I feel like Joe Rogan's a solid dude. Yeah, he he's is. he's fucked up. He said some stupid shit before, but who the fuck hasn't said some dumb shit? Right. So cancel culture nowadays is just like so out of hand, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you said, someone says one thing wrong, and all of a sudden it's like, I hope he dies from COVID, and it's like, how do you? Right. How do you say that? Like <laughs> yeah. about any of you? How do you say that? But right. I think it's a little bit different too. Like when you're in the public eye, especially somebody like Joe Rogan, like he's in the public. Everybody's fucking watching everything he does. Like they blew that whole thing with uh, ivermectin, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Oh, it's horse this and that. Like nobody did their research. I'm not gonna say what it is. Y'all can do your research for, for for yourselves, but it's just it's ridiculous how they do this dude, man. I just think they 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 know that he's a he's a high profile guy. Yes. And they're just using him as a scapegoat for, you know, whatever. 
I feel like it's success. I think people envy your success. Mm. I think he's super successful on on multiple uh, business ventures, right? And he's he he reached a, a pinnacle of success that you know not very many people can get. Not many people get to the success that he's at, right? And I think people prey on your downfall sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think he's at the point now that he's so successful. Man, shit! Don't let if he was black man, that motherfucker been putting you know <laughs> Range Rovers and putting on his Instagram and 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 jets and shit. Yeah. Man, come on, bro! I think these people just hating on him. Yeah, I would say that, and I would say his commentary. I don't think his commentary is is bad as other other uh com- uh people mm-hmm. like DC and stuff like that. Yeah, some of their, some of that commentary is bi- biased for sure. Yeah, absolutely. biased as shit. Absolutely. What do you what do you yeah. think about that? Do you think the commentary is biased? I I do. You know. um I don't know if you guys watched my last fight, the one against Corey McKenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely could not stand the way Michael Bisping was commentating that fight. When I went back and rewatched it, at one point I had her back, <laughs> like I was on her back seatbelt, and she was throwing stupid little punches. And he was like, "Those are those those are three pointers. Those are adding up." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah. <laughs> I had her back. I'm about to choke her." Yeah. And uh, they're both from England or you know wherever they're from, and like. I don't know the whole fight like everything she did it was like oh that's amazing and everything i did he was like oh she'll, she's gonna counter in a second and it's like for me it's hard because i feel like it's hard you we're humans and we're fight fans so we're gonna naturally have like uh you know but, our like favorites bias, yeah. and stuff like that but it's hard when you step into a commentary role you really can't like have an opinion like that you know what i mean so i don't know what the solution is but i feel like it, I, get, I think it would be hard to like not have an opinion because I have my favorite, you know, fighters and I have fighters that I don't like at all. And it's like if I had to commentate both, it would be hard not to show a little bit of like what you're feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they need to start bringing back like Dominic Cruz because the way he commentary, his commentary is more like he's breaking the fight down. He's uh exactly. he's teaching you something in, in that conversation. When he's coming when he's uh, uh calling the fight, bro, he's te- you're learning. He's going to tell you uh, and what's going on sometimes. Most of the time. Okay. Most of the time. Don't be talking shit about my boy. Like I ain't that, talking shit. What did I say? Damn, look at this guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll break your other leg, bro. I can beat your ass right now because you got one leg and I got the advantage. All so right. watch what you say on the show right now, bro. If you didn't know, soon as he just had ACL surgery or MCL, no, no. whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it is. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't give a fuck what it is. MCL, ACL, TTL. I don't give a shit. He got one of them, and he keep on talking this shit. I break the other one <laughs> until he gets one hundred percent better again. I can talk shit. All right, but as I was saying, uh-huh. uh huh. I like Dominic Cruz because his commentary is more. He's teaching you something in the in the conversation. He breakdowns the fight and all that. So I think they need yeah. to start taking that. But back on the subject, I feel like that's part of why because some people think that his commentary is biased. I I see that in a lot personally, of personally, and this might give me some hate, but I thought Dan Hardy was one of the better ones. Because Dan Hardy, let me tell you why. Because he he literally did not give a fuck who you were. He didn't care if you was from England. He didn't Take care that. if you was from California. He didn't care where the fuck you was from. He's gonna tell you exactly how he feels about the fight. He's gonna talk about it objectively. And I I, I thought he did a good job. Obviously, you know, him doing that, he went a little too far. He ended up getting <laughs> getting Game axed from the, from the UFC. But 100%. we see how you know you got to play the game. You got to play right. the game. All right. Yeah, you're right. But uh, good shout out to Joe Rogan, man. Good luck, and um, and that's this sucks the way people are uh, treating him, man. That's yeah. pretty. He he's a vet. He yeah. should he deserve respect. He does. You know well, so. I don't know about deserve, but you know, you talk about that another time. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Don't start this shit. What we got, Chris? We, what we got? It's too early, man. I'm sure I'm trying to warm it up right now. Don't start no shit. We'll be arguing. You know what I mean? Whatever, Chris. Right, 
Um, over the weekend, we had Douglas Lima versus MVP2. Hmm. I didn't get to watch it, but did you guys get to watch it? Okay, can you talk about this? I didn't get to watch it, um, but I mean, I heard I heard it was like some people were pissed about the decision. I respect both fighters. I think they're both amazing. I saw some of the highlights, and it looked like a, a great fight, but uh, I don't know. People, I, A lot of people weren't happy, but I mean, I think that's all the time. Can you talk about other fights outside of the UFC? Do you think they're like frowned upon or something like that? We can cut this shit out of you. Have to. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Keep, keep going. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Guy's we don't want to go too deep. Never mind. Um, you want to talk about this fight? I, I mean, first of all, Kate, congratulations on not watching that fight because <laughs> it was boring as fuck. Um, really? There was some pockets of, of good like action and stuff but for the most part it was it was not a good fight and honestly like the people saying oh it was a robbery uh douglas lima if you ever watch this i love you but you like you can't just coast i said it was like, a robbery you think it was a robbery you motherfucking right why i'm just not this is all i'm saying i'm just not understanding i don't like you bro how pe- bro you gonna complain about about a split decision loss when you didn't really do anything to try to win the fight? Uh, he he did. How many? Did you see the number of strikes they threw in three rounds, bro? Did you? It's less Douglas, than twenty five. I don't want to hear nothing. It's, he's Michael Venom Page. He's running and, around the whole fucking ring all day. Well, you knocked him out the last fight. It's a different fight. You gonna you gonna say last fight? Take him down like he did. Do some damage. Bro, do something. That's MVP all I'm danced the whole fucking fight, Sunni. Okay. What do you want the guy to do? Run him down you, and tackle him? I'm gonna make it real easy for you. Wonderboy has the same kind of style as Michael Venom Page, right? And what the fuck did Gilbert Burns do? Run what? him into a corner, Wonderboy take his has ass the down, and beat him up. Bro, bro stop they got it. the same. No, they like, don't, bro. Right, we, I ain't even argue with you. Go Are ahead. you fucking kidding me? Are we doing this right now? He's really doing this with me right Wonder now. Wonderboy <laughs> has the same style as okay, MVP. Okay. I haven't thought about it, but it is hands down. Thank it you. Is, it is Chris, shut your ass up, Chris. Thank Chris you. Sucking shit. Kay, hold on. Hold on. No, he doesn't. Kay, tell me. Be honest. Do they not have very similar styles? Okay, stop it. Stop. I would say similar styles. They have similar tendencies. You know what I mean? Like that more karate, like bouncing around, running away kind of like tendency. Uh, I think they have different like stuff in the pocket. You know what I mean? Like different strengths and stuff. But they have like similar, like they run and stuff. (laughs) She said they run and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I will say they don't because Michael Venom Page has his own style. Nobody fights like him, bro. He yeah. he clowns most of the time. Okay, he's doing all his crazy antics. But what I'm what I'm talking about fighting. I'm not talking about exactly. all of that extra shit that he's doing. Exactly. I'm talking about skill for skill. They're very similar. No, they're very similar. Obviously, I think Wonder Boy is much more refined than him. Whatever. But anyways, yeah. But yeah. I think <laughs> I thought I, I truly thought that you know uh, Lima Lima uh, Lima. <laughs> you thought he won the fight? I thought he won the fight. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just saying you can't complain and call robbery. I don't think it was that clear cut in my mind. What are you what are you supposed to do? What do you mean? The fucking guy ran the whole fucking fight, bro. Okay. What are you supposed to do soon? Catch him. That's okay. Catch him. That's the, that's the, the point. Shit? You hear this shit? Like, what? Cut the ring off. You hear this shit? Cut the ring off. That's Lima's fault. He Kay. don't know how to cut the ring off. Do you see what I deal with? I'm so glad you're on this live right now. <laughs> he said, "Catch him." <laughs> what type of shit is that? Okay. Whatever. Next subject. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
What we got, Chris? <sighs> <laughs> right, um, did you guys get to see the uh, UFC Fight Night card? Mm. Oh, we uh, did. That, that Kevin Holland uh, man fight and a little crazy. <laughs> a little, a scary little? Too. bro. Uh, wow. You saw that shit, right? I said it. Yes, I did. Okay, let's. I want to. I want to give Kay a chance to talk about this first yeah. before we get into it. Go I ahead. was trying to find a video of it all day or like all night last night and all, and I can't find anything. I don't even know. What, I only heard what happened, but I haven't seen what happened. Kay, you got a boyfriend? Bro, what? <laughs> you seem, Where are you coming from with this? You seem so, you so seem really like you preoccupied uh, very well. <laughs> you got a man, huh? Uh, you got a lot going know. on in your life. You got a lot of distractions. Uh, I'm. I don't have a lot of distractions. You got I'm a boyfriend, huh? I'm not on the market. Ooh, I told you. I know it. You talking to un- Uncle Hendo? What? Okay. You what is, to I'm just trying to know what that has to I do with the fight. I'm reading her, bro. When you got somebody like she's a fighter, she's very uh she's very busy. Mm. So her time is limited. Since her time is limited, guess what? She has to spend her time with her man or significant other because her time is limited because she's spent most of her time training. Mm-hmm. So she don't get to see all this shit because mm-hmm. her man's gonna demand demand that time right now. Either that or the little puppies she got. Them puppies. <laughs> the dog. They're crazy. Like this one, look how clingy he is. That's a dope ass dog, man. That's a cool yeah. ass dog. So we'll talk about this fight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This fight, uh, that was a pretty, pretty jacked up decision because he no. Nah, I, think, I think it was. I think it was the right call to make, Shit, bro. He head butted him. Did you watch? The oh fight? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, yeah, I think that the call they made was right. That it should have been a no contest. But they should have stopped it earlier. I think. I think. I think the reason why he let it go is because he didn't see it. Okay. But he wasn't sure because of how he felt. So he. The, I don't know if you saw. He was like. Yeah, like we need to review this after you know some time had passed. Okay, he was taking a lot of damn. He was hurt, bro, that whole time. Ooh. You could see uh, Kevin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. hurt that whole time. Yeah, bro, he ate. I don't, okay, I know you didn't see it, but he ate one of the nastiest headbutts I ever seen. Yeah, and, yeah, and fell face first, did face you, first to the floor. Did you see it? Did you see like a replay of it? Okay? No, I've been trying to find one and I can't find one. Oh, you should have called me, girl. I got you. <laughs> I can reenact it. That's what happened. You good? Caught up. So, what, what was your opinion on that? Um, like I said, I feel like they uh, they should have stopped it earlier because it was pretty nasty, man. He was con- it like that blatant. Like, oh, dude, it was fuck clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was super clear. He ducked. I think uh, Kevin Holland threw a left over, hook overhand. Right? He, nah, it was a left hook because he ducked underneath it. Or whatever. And he hit him. And he hit him with his head. Yeah, yeah, bro. He was even the side of his jaw was like a little bit swollen too. After that, man, that's. That was rough. Yeah, it's pretty that was crazy. real rough. Pretty crazy. Any any other fights on the card that you uh no nah Mm-mm. okay not at all. All the shit was whack to me. Ain't gonna lie. What? Yeah, I mean it was that one knockout was cool, but one yeah, bro, that was the one dude who got levitated. It was another. <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't see that shit. Man, it was a whack ass card to me. Y'all tripping. That was a good card, man. All Anyways, right, we we go. can't talk about it if y'all ain't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watch Wait, it. I'm I got, I don't the, think I got the results here at least. Um, just for the main card, I wanted to see the Nico Price fight. How, how did that one go? How did that it was out? okay. Uh, was I cool. thought. I mean, I th- they definitely made the right decision. It was a close fight. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I stopped watching after Kevin Holland fight because uh, I don't really care about Johnny Walker. Um, Why? Because he be doing the most. We do. Really we does. do the most. Mm, yeah, but in the <laughs> middle of a fight, doing backflips and doing all this crit. Nah, bro. I'm cool. I'm cool on him. I'm but cool you. On him. But you'll watch MVP. No. The only reason I watch this is because I like Lima. I don't give a shit about MVP. Okay. 
All right, sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm just being honest. I don't. I don't right. care about them. <laughs> we do the most on this podcast. So we do, yeah. but that's the purpose of the podcast is for us to do the most. All right. Next topic, sir. <laughs> okay, I want to talk to you about this. We going deep. Guy, okay. uh, we had uh, again with Kevin Holland talking about fighter pay. No. Uh, oh, that happened. Yeah, that now, happened last week. This is pretty big on this podcast. We talk about fighters pay. Do yeah. you do you care to talk about this or do you would you want to skip this? Well, we can talk about it. I'm let's, not talking about well, it. let's get it then. Yeah. So <clears throat> with me, mm-hmm. <sighs> shit, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, but she's, but she's she's on on the, on the side of what you're what you're talking about. So, so question. Thing. So yeah. as a, a newer fighter coming in the UFC, do you think that the it's the pay that a fighter gets justified because you know you don't have any marketplace value yet and you nobody knows who you are. And since nobody knows who you are, do you think that the newer fighters coming in the UFC pay, pay is justified? Um, you know, I it's hard for me because <laughs> before you're in the UFC, you don't get paid anything. You know what I mean? Most promotions. Like Invicta paid the best out of any promotion that I had tried to fight for before the UFC. And when I fought for the UFC, it wasn't even close, even my first fight. Uh it's hard because I, I do believe that you should be able to live off of what you, you know, get paid for to fight as a professional athlete, like fighting at the highest level there is. Um, but at the same time, I do understand the argument of like different fighters have different values. You know what I mean? If you bring, you know, ass in the, asses in the seats, then you deserve more money. If you don't, it's hard because it's, it is a business, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it is hard because, like I said, I do think you should be able to live as a professional fighter off of that you shouldn't be having to hustle three different jobs on the side training full-time trying to juggle all this like when you're fighting especially for the ufc you know what i mean absolutely so, so my question for of- you is since you were part of the ufc a lot of people you get millions and millions of uh, uh people looking at you so do you think yeah. that value do you think that value comes instead of uh actually you know currency value you get other type of values yeah i mean definitely i think it's hard so like on my debut, I, I won the bonus, you know, so I won, I won a good chunk of money, my very first fight. Um, and I'm still living off of like all my fight money right now. I've been, I haven't fought since November and I'm, I'm, I'm really smart about my money. I still have, I have my own apartment um, and I've managed my money well and, and it's lasted me. Um, but I mean, it is kind of like, I don't know. It is hard when it's like, say you do go through something like an injury or something that you really can't help and you're forced to be sidelined. Um, that's when I've kind of had to learn how to use the name I've built myself inside of fighting to, you know, get opportunities outside. Like say for the Venom photo shoot uh, that I did, they paid me for that. So that was like a little bit of an extra uh, kick for me and just stuff like that, you know, finding sponsors. My manager's been helping me do that. So it is a little more extra work when you have to like find your like money on the side but for me i've just tried my best to like use the name that i built myself from my fighting you know what i mean that and, that, and that's what i said did not yeah. did not, not say you that Sony? yeah i said that what fighters should do is take that you know the popularity they get from the ufc and and exactly. you know build businesses or find opportunities mm-hmm. to you know yeah. to, to uh you know to to cover that you know what i mean yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah for sure I mean, and and to your point, she's doing that, and, she's, and she's doing fine. One hundred percent. She's built a following on Instagram and social media and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing her thing. Yeah, case on rich over there, man. She got like <laughs> ten puppies. Them, them dogs are expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. You know no, they are. So I, I got uh, my first one after 
I got my performance bonus. So that's how I justified it. I was like, okay, I got 50K. You know, I could spend. You know, he was 5K. Yeah. yeah. Can I get a loan, girl? What's up? Dude? I need some money. <laughs> Never mind. No mon- yeah. Never mind. I got Sunni's money. <laughs> <laughs> I got Sunni's money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all good. Then you got 50K, man. That's good, girl. Okay. Good shit, man. Yeah. Good shit. It's all good. What's the next one? Let's go. Uh, John Jones drama. Him breaking his oh, silence. Mm. I'll never mm-hmm. touch alcohol again. Mm. Okay, you look like you got something to say about this. Talk to us. What's I up? No, I don't know. I uh, I'm a huge DC fan. I always have been. And like right when I got in the sport, um, I kind of like was just learning about all the drama. You know what I mean? Back in like 2016, and uh, I don't know. I feel like John Jones just consistently. I feel like he has a checklist of crimes. And <laughs> Like, that's what I feel like. And I know it sounds fucked up, but I just feel like every time it's something different. And oh, I don't know. To yeah. me, it's crazy. Like, he got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. And, like, nine hours later, he has a domestic violence charge against him. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> I, I don't tell know. He amazes me in so many ways. I will say that. <laughs> Let me tell you how. You got a young black stud. Got a whole lot of money. In anything he wants, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I'm t- you see that? You hear? Did you hear what she just she just said? I said that too, though. That he was in the did middle I, of nowhere. Did I not but say guess that? what? Hold on, but real quick though, you gotta you gotta see it, bro. I understand. He's but a king out there, bro. I understand. I hear you. Sure. But what I'm saying is, is there nobody around this guy that could tell him anything? Nobody could say, "Yo, Who? you need to chill." Sure, I think Who? A lot of people around him telling him stuff. Probably. I'm sure he has a lot of like coaches and teammates. But at the same time, it's like. It's a, it's one thing to like take people's advice, but when you're like UFC champion at 21 or that caliber at 21, like I don't feel like I feel like especially if you're like a like a cocky 21 year old or like someone like on the top, you know, you're kind of like I'm doing this. What have you done? You know what I mean? I feel like it might be easy for him to say that. I mean, I don't know. He's a grown ass adult now, so I don't, he doesn't have any. <laughs> well, who's gonna uh, say something? To him? Anymore, but um, yeah. Name me, name me somebody who's going to tell John Jones something. I'm just saying, man. Like who? His coaches? His wife. <laughs> who? His coaches? He's the, he, he is the, the UFC, uh, UFC legend, bro. Right, He's like one of the I'm, best fighters. What I'm saying to you is. He, make, he makes you, that company millions and millions. Who going to say something to John Jones? What I'm saying is, do your coaches not have any say in anything that you do? He paid it. Bro, I, I guarantee the reason why that gym is around because of him. Of course. Of course. So what are they going to say He's to him? He's a top, I, look, I don't know. Coaches have to be telling him some stuff like I'm sure his manager coaches but like like I said you could tell someone something until you blew in the face like doesn't mean he's gonna like actually listen you know That's he true. could be like bro I can do whatever I want and it's and it, honestly it's been proven that he could do whatever he wants and he will still be the main event the next time he fights so there's been no consequences for the most part like I know he's like um hasn't been able to fight you know in periods of time because he's been suspended but at the same time like Whenever he comes back, the second that suspension is up, he's a main event and he's selling out pay per views. So yeah. it's like- there you go, there you go. You hear what she said? Like I was telling you, I was telling somebody else this. I said it doesn't matter what John Jones does; they're not gonna get rid to get rid of John Jones. Know which, why? Which sucks though, because if a normal fighter, like say no. just an upcoming lightweight, did this, they would be cut so fucking fast 
They would be like, get out of here. We're not dealing with this. Like, nope. John Jones is such an exception. It's insane. Like, he could literally commit murder and homicide, and they'd be like, all right, he gets out in November and December, he's fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Connor, Connor got the same treatment, too, though. You know why? Why is that? Because they bring the UFC a shitload of money. Sure. That's the only reason. I mean, you guys need to start fucking like, listening to me. I feel like <laughs> people like John Jones and people like Conor McGregor is more than just money. I feel like they kind of changed the face of the sport. You know what I mean? Because yep. yeah. anyone can bring in money, but like say Ronda or Conor or Jones, like they just bring people who normally wouldn't watch fighting into watching fighting, which right. is like a big thing. Because you can have a talented ass fighter, but they're not charismatic. So like someone who is just a normal person doesn't care about watching. 100%. You know, but if you have these people who are charismatic and they're like superstar figures, like now you're going to have celebrities watching to tune in and watch Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? I feel like that's why they can get away with doing whatever they want. 100%. I agree 100%. And I keep telling people over and over and over and over, you guys want to listen to me. It doesn't matter what you do. Only thing that matters in these big businesses is transactions. That's the only thing that freaking matters. I don't care what you do. They're an asset to this company. They're a huge asset because they bring that they bring that company millions and millions and millions of dollars. So that means don't those companies don't get, they don't give a shit if he go out and do whatever he get drunk and smash his head in the police car. They don't <laughs> give a shit. You know what they're gonna do? They're like, oh okay, well let's try to cover this shit up and and, and he, let's try to just try not to talk about it. And a month or two later. Nobody's going to talk about this anymore. Well, let me. I want to tell you the piece that I want to talk about. We'll talk about it then. The piece that I want to talk about is that video that he posted with his girl. I don't even. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Courtney got real quiet over there on that what, one. What, what, what do you want me to say? What, Bro, what, can what I say? the fuck was that? That was, a, that was a good. That's called damage control. Bro, that's not that. That looks yeah. worse, in my opinion. No, it doesn't. Uh, the the video of him and his wife like the day after or two oh, days after that kissing. Was as fuck to me. Is that not like some scary ass shit? No. Uh, so to me, like on a, I don't know. I grew up uh, and like I don't know. I saw like a toxic relationship growing up. I had a couple models of those when I was a kid, and uh, a lot of times that's what like I mean. I'm not saying I don't know anything about the personal life, right. but just because he's coming and putting a video with her and they're like, oh, we're so happy, doesn't mean there's like I don't know like. It's pretty hard to like get a domestic bar. Like I don't even know what happened. Didn't he like drag her out of a car or something? Or you was trying I don't to, like, know. Nah, based on what the like, what the what the report said was that she came downstairs out of the hotel, bleeding from her nose and, and her mouth, telling security that she doesn't want to go back to the room with if, the kid. With and she had oh, her daughter with her. Shit, yeah, the bro. youngest daughter at that. Oh. And yeah. then the youngest daughter was like, "Are we gonna? Should we call the cops?" Like, that's not a good look, bro. That's. No. And, and according to, again, what the document said, the his wife said that he came into the hotel room drunk, upset about some other shit, and, you know, some shit happened. They said they found blood in the bed, her blood in the bed. And I don't even want to talk shit. about this shit, man. It hurts my heart, man. See, I feel like, and I feel like out of all the crimes, I feel like when you, like, put your hand on a woman, that's when it kind of, like, start the table starts to tip. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. You could drunk, drive drunk and, like, get in trouble for cocaine, but when it comes to, like, putting your hands on your wife, like, like I said, I don't know what actually happened or whatever, but if that's the case, like, I don't know. I I like John Jones as a fighter. I've just never liked him as, an uh, like, an image for the sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't yeah. like how kids growing up in the sport are looking at him going, I want to be like him. And then they're seeing all the shit and they're like, I could do that too. If I'm one of the best in the world, you know, that's always been my problem. Mm, but damn. I mean, nothing is, I can't, nothing I say. Is I don't want to talk but. too much about it, man. Well, before, before we get off this topic though, something oh, I just thought about, <laughs> well, something <laughs> I just thought about, right. Is it something with these, with these fighters that are at the top 
where they just can't hold it together. Because Conor McGregor has had like these similar kind of issues. John Jones has had these similar kind of issues. Let me tell you Floyd what. Mayweather has had these kinds of issues. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel I like think... when you have people up your ass 24-7, it's kind of hard not to go crazy. If I'm being honest. Like, I agree. I don't, I, I'm a fighter starting out in the UFC, and I don't like have that kind of following. But I even get like overwhelmed sometimes with like the social media presence and stuff. Like People have no, they don't care. Yeah. They will say shit like, I hope your mom dies, and just be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't care. Like, you hear all this kind of crazy stuff. So I couldn't imagine like when you're like at Connor's level or say Ronda's level, like I just remember the amount of hate, like the amount of hate they get in general. Like when they lose a fight, everyone's like, that's what you get. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I feel like you're bound to go crazy if like you're constantly being swarmed by like, especially when you cross in like Hollywood and stuff like that. And yeah. now you're starting to like do movies and shit. Now you got real paparazzi following you. Like, I don't know. I can see how that can make you go crazy. Absolutely. I want a quick question since we're on this topic. Mm. How do you deal with social media? Like even before you fight, still that do do that plays yeah. in that play in your mind before you go into the ring? Do you do all you know, the negative I'm comments and stuff? Feedback. When I was like eighteen or nineteen, like the beginning of my pro career, uh, I paid a lot of attention to him. You know what I mean? Like I remember after my first pro loss, uh, that was like I'm sure you guys have seen the picture of me just covered in blood. Yes. Uh, so that was that fight, and you know it was just it was like t- a tiny ass cut, but I had I blood all over, and I remember just Twitter smearing me. Like, I was like, a one and all fighter going into that. I was one and one, you know, 18 years old, like, and I got smeared. And I'm, and that really affected me when I was young. Um, you know, fortunately, like, I've kind of learned how to, how to, like, not even, like, it doesn't phase me anymore. You know what I mean? I see, like, a shitty comment, I'll either ignore it or, or I'll, like, joke back to them. Like, um, for me, it's like, once I realize, like, all that matters is, like, I have a tight circle and I'm selective about that circle. And those people's opinions are the only thing that matter to me, you know. And it's hard. It is an adjustment you have to learn how to make because um, you see it all the time. You know what I mean? You get just, like, nasty messages, nasty comments. Like, and it's just, it, unfortunately, it's just part of the, just comes with the territory, I guess. Hmm. So you don't have any doubt before you go in a fight and you don't, like, subconsciously get in your mind when somebody say, oh, okay, you're going to get your ass whooped or something like that, then you see it on, on, no, on online. And- know, I mean, I'm, I'm really hard on myself, you know, so I feel like that kind of trumps anything, like, some random stranger could, you know, say, or even, like, what a reporter could say. Because I've had times where reporters ask me just stupid-ass questions before a fight that, like, should, like, mess with your head. You know what I mean? They're like, why the fuck you asked me that? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, but I've never had a problem with that necessarily i feel like uh before if i i'm pretty hard on myself so uh i'm more focused on getting out of my own head than other people getting in mm, i got you i got you all right yeah cool man i'm glad you cleared that up because i would think i'll be thinking like man the shit that people say on social media like i see the comments man i'm like damn why would you say that bro? yeah people be saying some yeah. wild so, well, shit, sometimes bro. i'm not gonna lie sometimes i will say shit back and like i'll fight with people and then i catch myself and i'm like why am i fighting with someone whose handle like user handle is YouTuber one five six. Why am I arguing with this like faceless thing? You know, so uh, I do get caught up in it sometimes, but I try my best not yeah. to. Yeah, we, we, just, have, we got a rule about that now. We don't argue with bots anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no bots. Yeah, that's crazy. Chris, what's the next one, bro? All right, uh, your boy Giga called out Volkanovski. I'm before we go into this. I actually want to see Volk fight Cejudo, but I wouldn't mind seeing this fight too. But yeah, no, I I, I like the Cejudo fight. I like the Giga fight. I don't. You don't like the Giga fight? No. Okay. I mean, I don't think it should happen now. But why? Why don't you like the Giga fight? 
Uh, you want to start with KK? Do you want to talk about this? Uh, Giga, want, he, he's calling out Volkanovski. He's saying he wants to fight Volkanovski. What do you think about that fight? Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. Uh, I don't know if it's the fight that should happen like right now. You know what I mean? Uh, but I would be interested in like a fight or two to to see that fight. I don't think Giga's ready for Volkanovski yet. Mm, okay. I feel like Giga. He. I think he can win that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say that Giga needs a little bit more experience inside the ring. He's a kickboxer. Yeah. So he's still new to MMA still. So I think he needs a little bit more uh, experience in the MMA and, uh, in the cage a little bit because he's used to a ring and fighting kickboxers. How many? So, how many yeah, fights? Yeah, I feel you like think? right now Volk would just kind of overwhelm him. Yeah. yeah. How many fights you think? Well, at least two or three more fights. Two or three. Two at least. Yeah. Two or three more fights. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because right. he's a bro. He's nasty. Hmm. I think he can get him on yeah, the, um, on his feet. Giga, I think he's more elusive and he's unorthodox. He could do some cra- crazy stuff in the ring. Yeah, um, I think he can get him on his feet. But uh, I, I will say that Volkanovski will get him in jiu-jitsu on the ground and everything. And I, I'll feel like Go- Volkanovski has more experience. Well, yeah, so, he got twenty something. What twenty? I think he'll fights, run through. I think runs, he yeah. has more experience. He'll run through Giga. Giga still got. Yeah, he's still wet behind the ears, bro. Yeah, but I think dude, does he have the tools for sure? Okay, one hundred percent. Guess what? I would like them to see. I like them see. I like to see Giga fight. Uh, what's the old boy just fought? Uh, God damn man! It's, uh, what's the guy? Who, uh, Korean Zombie. What's his? What's you want to see him fight Korean Zombie? No, no, no. Other guy who fought Korean Zombie. The the, the Mexican cat. Uh, what's his name? They just uh, Brian. No, 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 no. Brian Ortega. No, no, no. Yeah, Brian Ortega was the last one that. No, fought. no. The Korean, Korean Zombie. The one he. The, the one he did. Brian this. Oh, Ortega. Yair. 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 Oh, bro. That now. But Yair's that would be a good fight. Yair's fighting Max though. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. I think that'd be a good fight. Giga and, and, uh, and Yair. Yair, bro. Yair ain't fought in five years, bro. That's good, bro. He just needs some more time. He just needs some more time, bro. Okay. What All do right. you think? Why? Why you don't think? He's, why? Why I don't think what? Uh, so why do you don't think uh, Giga should fight? Do you think Giga should fight Volkanovski? No, I don't. Why not? Um, like you said, I don't think he's. I don't think he's ready yet. I don't think he's okay. ready yet. Uh, like he's put in some good work in in featherweight division, but I think, like you said, two fights. Yeah, I think two fights. Give him two two high profile names, and he's good. Yeah, a little yeah. more experience. Just a little bit more experience. Yeah, take your time, baby. Take your time, Giga. Giga, you can get him, baby. I I put my money on you, baby. I got all my money. I put fifteen hundred on you if you really want. I don't got thirty seven thousand, baby, but I got you, baby. I put my money on you. I think he can beat Volkanovski. Just get a little bit more time. Take your time, bro. Build your name up. Get your experience and go out there. You you a young lion still. You really ambitious, baby. Take your time, baby. <laughs> Take your time. One thing I will say, and then we could switch off to, I I I'm appreciating how Max does not really give a fuck about this belt. He's taking every fight they offer him. Max is OG, bro. He don't need a belt no more. That's so crazy to me that he's just like, yeah, you want me to fight your ear? I bet I'm gonna beat his ass, and then who else you want me to fight? Like, facts, facts, you know what I'm saying? That's facts. that's that's uh that's commendable to me. Facts, commendable to me. What's next? Look my boy Chris over Aspen Lad missing weight. Ooh, Ooh shit. Let's, let, let's go, Kay. Kay let's, let's talk about, talk about this, Kay. <laughs> Woo. I don't know. I mean, weight cuts in general are, I know they're sucky, uh, but I don't think this is her first time. Right? No, it's I think not. She's had, like, it's not her first issues time. Issues before cutting weight. And uh, I don't know if it's really that bad or because she looks like it's like really dramatic, like her body language. And if it's that bad, move up a weight class. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Move up a weight class. I have a question for you too. I don't know. Have you ever been about to do a weight cut and then had your your period come? I was going to ask you. Yeah, I literally. 
So for me, um, I, I talk about this a lot uh, when like a lot of my like fighter friends or girls ask me, I literally get my period every single fight week. Mm. Almost every single fight week I've had, I have got my period and I have no problem making weight. I don't know. For me, I've never had an issue with it personally. Okay. I know every girl's body is different, so I can't speak for every woman, but I've got it almost every fight week. It, sometimes it's like the week before, but it's like it's always within like that PMS or period week. Right. And I've never had an issue. Okay. Quick question. Um, is it, have you heard that before? Like, is, is it harder for women to cut weight than guys? For sure. Easy. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I know a lot of men who literally will like cut like 30, 40 plus pounds. You know what I mean? They'll go book up to 200 and they're fighting at freaking 155. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, right. to me, it doesn't make sense. So they should, do you think they should, um, at least have some type of rules or something like that put in place on women. So if it, since it's harder for you guys to cut weight, do you think they should have some type of uh, like rule uh, or something I like mean, that? If they're gonna have any kind of rule, it should be like male and female. But like I don't know. In my opinion, like it's kind of a. I have a couple thoughts about it, but for me, it's like we are adults. You know what I mean? And uh, we do have the choice to fight in a certain weight class or not. You know what I mean? Like say me. Um, I am not going to be a big 125er, you know what I mean? I'm five foot two, like I'm going to be a small 25er, but I can fight at 25. And if my body needs me to fight at 125, that's a sacrifice. Like I'm just going to, I'm going to have to trust that I'm good enough and believe in myself enough to jump up that weight class. Mm. You know what I mean? I think, uh, I mean, I've cut to 115 a bunch of times, uh, back to back to back, uh, when I was young and they were never like fun or easy, but I had never had a time where I was like about to die. You know okay. what I mean? Where I was like about to fall, stumbling, and I know weight cuts go wrong, but like I don't know. I feel like as an athlete, like you have to do what's best for you and not just try to have the most advantage. You know what I mean by trying to cut down until you can't even walk. I agree with you. That's cool. One more question, man. I'm sorry. I got a lot. Since, she, since we got a girl, we have a girl on the on the a real professional fighter on the on the podcast. Yeah, I got a lot of fucking questions in my mind. That's yeah. Go for it. Because for you it. know it's always a man 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 to man right, you know, right, opinion. Right. So this is has nothing to do with weight cuts. We have a. On this podcast, we talk about a lot of crazy things. Do you yeah. think? Do you think Valentina uh, Volkan? What's whatever? What's Valentina Shevchenko? Yeah. Do you think she can beat up guys? Um, I I do probably. Yeah. Get the fuck um, out of here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, but I will say, Stop that uh, shit. I will say like, uh, it would it would depend. Like, I mean, I think uh, you can't really like argue that men are stronger and faster for the most part than women you know what i mean i think when it comes to like low level pro uh men of course you can fuck them up and like maybe some uh she can out technique you know a lot of pros in the ufc and stuff but like i mean obviously if it was like a legitimate fight i don't i don't think so you know what i mean Let's it go. is a man versus a woman so it'd be different say sparring i think she could beat up a lot of guys in sparring I mean, when it's not like in a, like a fight situation, but it's like technique for technique. Like I think her technique is better than a lot of the men I see, in my opinion. Can you beat up a guy? It depends. You know, I get that question a lot. It's funny because I'm doing like a women's self defense seminar in the in a few weeks, and like I've always hated teaching women's self defense seminar because, like, I don't know. I'm I've been training for a long time. I'm a professional athlete. I fight at the highest level, but still like. In jujitsu, if uh, a man comes off the street and it's his first day, he can still sometimes just hold me down and fuck me up. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. It's just different because as a girl, sometimes we just can't we can't do anything about it. You know, I think mm. technique is one thing. When you go technique for technique, I think it's a lot different. But when you go like you add that strength factor into it, and especially ego, like 
I've been sparring with guys and it's really technical. And then I start to like, you know, like get on, get on them. They like turn up the strength and all of a sudden I'm like getting hit really hard. And I'm like, okay, now I gotta, now I gotta pull it back because I can't, I can't help that I'm not strong like that. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Okay. That's a good. That's, that's a good question. That's a good one. That's that was a good one. question. Yeah, I didn't think to ask that. Good job, Courtney. Yeah. Look at this I, guy. I got some other questions, but I'm gonna wait. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like K. I like K. You know what I mean? I don't right. want to ask too many, too you know controversial questions. I got some good shit in my mind right, right now. Well, I'm a sick individual. Sprinkle them in there. You know what I mean? Let's go. All right. Awesome. Chris, let's get to the next one. All right. So we have MVP's thoughts on Bellator. And how they should be doing more. I mean, we. I said this. We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we, we talked about this. It, it's. I feel like anybody who watches uh, Bellator mm-hmm. understands this. They need to do more marketing. They need to do more promotion for their fighters. Um, we've even gone, gone as deep as, like, explaining how the UFC tells stories and, you know, all those things. So, yeah, I mean, it's not – this is not news to any of us. Well, I like Bellator. I've been around a lot of – the whole organization. They're really dope people. I agree. You know I mean, I do say that's the biggest thing that they're missing in that organization. Absolutely. And that's what the UFC does better amazingly than any, well. Than any organization. Absolutely. They the way they market their fighters. And that's why I want a lot of fighters to understand this. That's a lot of value that you're getting. They do they are marketing you very, very, very 100%, 100%. well. They tell that backstory, mm-hmm. everything. You yes. know what I mean? So that's a lot of value. That's a lot of value. Money don't value don't come in, in currency all the time. There's other ways you can get value out of organization. You know what I mean? So don't overlook that. You are really blessed to be in that organization. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know it's a lot of shit goes on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. I've seen it myself. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, that is huge. Yeah. You can take that you can take that market, uh, that value that they're giving you and, and, and go do your own thing with it. You know what I mean? Or, other organizations are not going to do that for you. Right. But Bellator is a dope organization for sure. Absolutely. I don't, I'm not shitting on them. They're really Neither cool am people. I. I. I fought for them twice already. I, I love the promotion. It's the best I've been on, like, like Kay was saying, like the moment she went from fighting, you know, lower level to going to Invicta and then coming into the UFC, it's a big difference. So I will give them props. They are legitimately, you know, top organization. It's just the promotion's not, not great. Since you fight for the UFC, Kay, I'm pretty sure you don't want to speak on that too much. <laughs> you know, it's all good. I, don't care. I like Bellator. I think they're cool. Um, I do think I agree. They're missing, you know, a little something when it comes to like marketing and, uh, and stuff like that but i mean i watch bellator cars i like both i've never fought for them and like i never like had like had the opportunity to but i have nothing like against it i think it's a great organization what's the next topic pretty boy chris <laughs> uh we got rob font scheduled to fight Ooh. jose aldo why are you so happy? Bro, it's Jose Aldo, baby. And he's fighting Rob Font. Come on, bro. Bro. Stop. It. Have you not watched Rob Font fight before? I know. He's going to beat the shit out of Jose Aldo. Stop, man. Yes. Don't disrespect my mans like that. What you mean? Bro. Okay, talk to us. Help me. <sighs> this guy's crazy. I, don't know. Uh, I think uh, Aldo, his last couple of fights, has hit like a new, like. Come on, baby. Stop, you know, I feel like. For a while, uh, I've always been an Aldo fan. I'm a huge Aldo fan, but I feel like for a while he was kind of like flatlining, in my opinion. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's, you know, but like the last couple of fights, I'm like, he's throwing like kicks and body shots, and I'm like, oh god. Okay, stop there. lying. Let's go. Uh, I think it's gonna be a great fight. I don't know who's gonna win, but uh, I love both fighters. I'm really excited to see it. Okay, come on. It's, his last fight was fucking good. The the fight before that, was, bro. He's he's been looking good, bro. Just no, because he's, he's losing, his, that was he his lost last a close fight. fight, bro. The so, fight before that was garbage. I mean. 
So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you if you was a betting man, you put money on Rob Font? Motherfucking right. Okay. We we could talk about this another time. I don't want to talk about it right now. Put the, look at we can put it right now. <laughs> we want to put it right now? Because I got all your money, baby. How much you want to put on it? I got 2000 right here, baby. What you want to put on it? It ain't 37 but it's two. What, how much you want to put on it right now? We can now? talk about that another time. Are you scared? A little bit. Okay. Actually, you should be. I'm fucking running through you, baby. That's all right. Shit. So, I put money on that all so day. You're not Anybody want to buy? No. What? He's gonna lose that fight. Man, you tripping? We, Jose, I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna let him disrespect Jose Aldo like this. Next, next. Time. He's dope though. Jose <laughs> Aldo's dope, man. But he's not. Come on. These, like, like Danny White would say, this is this is a young boy sport. That's all right. Come on, That's bro. Right. He's done. He had one good fight, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, he's back." Okay, that remember, motherfucker ain't remember back. this because if he destroys Come Rob Font, <laughs> I want I'm gonna be playing this clip back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to talk about this too, K. Listen, listen to this. I hate you, motherfuckers, too, man. <laughs> Let me tell you why I hate you guys. Sorry for my language. I get a little, I get a emotional sometimes, K. Sorry, K. But I hate you, you suckers. Because every time I lose a bet, I probably lose a bet like once every fucking five fights. Whatever. And I got people like, oh yeah, in my DMs. I got people calling me. Bro, you know what the problem I, is? I can't stand that shit. But the bro. problem is, the bets that you lose, the bets I'm not betting money on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I might win the bet, but I'm not getting my goddamn money back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm betting on these bigger fights, and I'm losing the ones that count. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what I got. That's Everybody the goddamn hit me up. problem. The, the, the Lima MVP fight, bro. I had. I swear to you, about thirty people hit me up. Really? People I don't even know. The bots hit me up. <laughs> It's like, see, you was wrong as hell. Yeah, you don't know shit about MMA. <laughs> Shut your ass up. They hit you with the Roger Mayweather. You don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> oh um, man, what's, what's the next topic? Okay, hey, I got I got money on UK. Not thirty seven thousand, but I got some money on you. you Got to win this fight, girl. I'm I'm ready to. I'm so excited to fight again. It's it's absolutely crazy. All right, let's go. What's the next one? We got another banger. Uh, Munoz versus Cruz. Mm. I got my boy Cruz. I gotta put my money on my boy Cruz. I ain't betting money on that one. I can't. I feel like that's too close. Yeah, I feel like that's too close. Let me tell you why I think Cruz is gonna win. Talk to me. Uh, Cruz does really good on aggressive fighters. He does. He does. But do you think that Pedro is gonna chase him? Yes. Why? Because you don't think, think he's seen the blueprint from from Cody? Exactly. And, They're going to try to chase him. No, but Cody didn't chase. Is what I'm saying. We 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 have the Cody blueprint did now. chase him. Oh no no no! You're right. You're right. Cody didn't. That's why he lost him. him. You're right. 100. percent You're yes, right. But Cody did not. Yeah. I never seen Cruz fight like that because he wasn't being chased. Even Cody him. stood in the middle of the, of the octagon and was like, "Come to me." What do you think, Kay? Yeah. What do you think, Kay? I don't know. Uh, I'm a big fan of both. Um, I feel like their styles are, are very different. Um, I feel like if, if like, uh, Dominic can get him like coming forward, I think he could, he could win. But other than that, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of both. So I don't want to, I don't want to choose on that one. Yeah. We get pretty crazy. So you don't have to, you know, speak <laughs> your word. But I got Dominic Cruz on this one. I think okay. he's going to win by the decision decision. Okay. But I think, uh, I think he'll win that fight. For I sure. think at, if I were to, if I was a betting man and I had to put money, I would put money on Cruz's decision. Yeah, but sure. I, but it's, I, to me, it's too close. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't want to bet on it's this. It's a good fight. It's a good yeah. fight. Yeah, one hundred percent. What's next? I so I don't know anything about this story. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> it's about uh, Cyborg's child getting. I don't know anything about that either because of 
Joe Rogan. Oh, I the agenda. I have no idea. I, I'm interested to hear what this is about. Like now, I want to know. I don't know. It's, I, I was trying to figure out too. Do you? So I guess none of us know right now. I think. I read I some about I, it, I don't but know I don't understand about. it. I don't know what it's about, and I don't want to act like I know what it's about. But what I will say is, I just I don't understand how what Joe Rogan says about you gets your kid bullied in school. I and, think, uh, and why are kid like how old is her kid? Why are these little kids listening to Joe Rogan? Well, I think it has. To, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I want to know. I think it has something to do with the whole Vanilla Silva and and her, you know, looking. I don't. Oh, oh he said they look. Oh, I mean, <laughs> remember? I'm not going. No, I love cyborg. I'm not even going to say cyborg's anything. dope, dude. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm to leave that one alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a, that's. I mean, if he did say that, that's like a little bit fucked up. He did Jordan, say that. That's yeah. I don't. I, I, I do remember. I remember hearing something about it, but I didn't hear. I didn't see the video or anything. But yeah, that's. Oh, he said that. I, I believe you. I believe y'all. I, I believe the, he said it. The thing is, though, man, like, it's social media, man. We got what? Like, we talk shit on this show, bro. Yeah. We go pretty hard sometimes. Yeah. But you know, like one of these sound bites, really clips can get get out. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? It's it's but, entertainment too. But I think, too, but I think you know? there's a. I think it's one thing if you're saying something that's not true. And I think it's another thing when you're saying something that's just like, it's true, mm-hmm. but it's gonna hurt somebody's feelings. Right. And I think if you're saying something that's true, but it's also gonna hurt somebody's feelings, that there shouldn't be as much backlash for it. But how you like, gonna know it's gonna hurt somebody's feelings? Like, we but just, that's what I, that's why I'm saying. But that. we just said that Jose Otto's gonna get his ass whipped. No, you said that. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> you the one that was saying that. So now, if he if he gets his ass beat and they cut this clip up, you know, you are gonna be looking crazy. But no, but if no, it, fuck if that. it ends up being true, I don't think that there's anything wrong with you saying that. You everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I think if you're if you're saying things that's you know, that's not true and and can hurt somebody. Hey, I don't want to be with you no more, like on this show, bro. <laughs> this ain't the boisterous boys anymore. He said, "You motherfucker." That was you. Don't don't what don't do say think? that to me. What do you think, Kay? You think that? Uh, what do you think about this situation? Do you? I mean, I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean, if if you say something like along the lines of like you know it might be true and like, but you know it's gonna offend someone, I don't see the point of like. Saying it, you know what I mean. To me, it's like you can think what you want, but it's like I don't know. I've been on, uh, like I don't know. I just feel like the internet is so ruthless, you know what I mean, especially when it comes to memes and and all this crazy shit. So I've been on the other end of like some of these memes and shit, and it's like it's just like to me, it's like only like said like with uh, negative intent, you know. And to me, it's just like what's the point? Like if if Joe Rogan was like, oh, she looks like Vanderlei Silva, it's like. Cyborg, I've met Cyborg. She's super kind. She's super nice. She like, is I've very nice. She's very nice. Yeah. She's one of the nicest people I've met, like, especially when I was like a young and up and coming, you know, pro fighter. Uh, so it's like to say something like that, it's like, why, why even say it? You know what I mean? Like with the intent to just like be a dick. Like, I don't know. I love Joe Rogan, but I mean, everyone fucks up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to put one, I want to put this out there. Talk I've seen Cyborg me. one time at, at a Muay Thai fight. Mm hmm. Boy, she was looking good, bro. Really? Lord have mercy. I'm gonna tell you who I, who I saw at some glory fights. God bless her. Uh, Gabby Garcia. Oh, she is gigantic, bro. Oh, it's about the the jujitsu girl. Yes. Oh yeah, she's, she's huge, bro. Huge. Really big. In like, bro, 
She's big, dude. Yeah. Muscles, like like how we talk about Usman and, and some of these other dudes, muscles I ain't never seen before. Yeah. yeah I've Insane. Seen her. Yeah. I've seen her before. But she's also one of the nicest people. Yeah, she's hella cool. She's, she's trained in my gym a couple of times. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. We got to understand one thing, man. These people are human beings behind, Absolutely. These, behind this, uh, uh, you know, behind these computers and whatever it is. And they do have feelings and they do, they do they're humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got to kind of watch what we say. Like with us, we having fun, you know what I mean? But it's no disrespect. We just talking shit. Yeah. You know, having fun. But don't take all this stuff literal, man. We just having fun. But other people gotta chill out, you know what I mean, and uh, be respectful as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You just know to play mean? devil's advocate though, Joe is a podcaster, he's a comedian. Like people know him for different things. Yeah. I don't know in what context mm-hmm. whatever he said was said, but it's like how can you expect a comedian to not push the boundary? Like he'll never know what's funny. You get me? Like- well, and I and to an extent, I agree with you because of uh, I don't know if y'all. I'm sure y'all saw Andrew Schultz, the the comedian, was yeah. talking shit about about the MMA community. Yeah. Recently, because he made a joke about Valentina, um, and the MMA community lost their damn minds. But it's like he's a comedian. He's yeah. gonna make jokes. You can't be mad about. About him making, but I think a lot of people don't look at Joe Rogan as a comedian as much because they do. he's they so. Do. Well, what I'm saying is his podcast, the UFC, all of that other stuff that he does overshadows him Bro, being a comedian. My God, he yeah. just sold out the fucking Madison Square Garden. I'm not disputing that, but what I'm yeah, saying is how often. Like, in my opinion, when I think of Joe Rogan, I don't think of a comedian. Like I know he is a comedian, but that's not the first thing that pops into my mind. Right. Like I okay. think of a commentator of the Joe Rogan experience, like. Uh, but that's just like my viewpoint. So okay. I don't know. If I heard that and I like didn't realize he was a comedian, I might be like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Anytime you come on the show, you got to agree with me. You can never agree with someone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad though. My, like A lot of people are sensitive these days as well. You know what I mean? So you got to be careful, man. I don't know. We got cancel culture now too. Maybe everybody want to cancel you because you know you say something wrong. I don't know. It's, it's it's so crazy now these days. Yeah. yeah. Um, are we done with Are we done with topics? Yeah, we're all done with topics. Okay. Um, real quick. Yes. When you said you're done with the show, someone tried to fill your spot real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Sunni's spot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's, what's up with Sunni, man. That motherfucker act like he real cute today and shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Talking real low and everything. I already I told you, man. I was you know I, mean? I was I had a little smoke, you know. Burned my throat up a little bit. My voice is a little bit deeper today. That's okay. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, look at K. My girl K in the middle, man, making us look good today. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate so are we you. Doing, are we doing uh, guests now? Uh, if anybody wants to if anybody wants to hop on, I don't know. Yeah, if we, we can. They would just join the same link she's on. Okay. Um, we can ask people to ask questions yeah. in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any questions for K? Why you got her, girl? Why you got them right oh. now? Oh, someone asked, would she fight someone who's trans? Oh, we back to this again? All right. Um, you don't have to ask I'm, this. You don't have to answer this. No, I'm fine. Uh, I am very pro-trans. You know what I mean? I have nothing. I'm like, be who you are. I don't care. I personally wouldn't uh, ever fight someone who's trans. That's just my opinion. Um, I, you have the option to choose and accept a fight. You know what I mean? For me, that's just not a fight I would accept. What 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 is your reason for not accepting that fight? Why are you doing? Like I don't that? know. Uh, I just want to know. I was, you know, I was talking about this earlier um, when it came to like rolling with guys. You know, I could be, um, 
you know, as good as I want, but some guy off the street comes in and, and he can kind of do whatever he wants to me. Um, if you make that transition, you know what I mean? Obviously, like, I respect the fact that you're female now, you know what I mean? But that doesn't take away some of the, like, physical attributes, you know what I mean? Some of the strength, you know, like, I don't know. For me, it's just something that I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that fight. That's fair. I agree. That's fair. That's you, what we said. You said you had some. And that was some, a touchy subject right now. It is. That's that's one of the questions I was going to ask too. Oh, that was one of the ones. Okay, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That was one of the questions, but I didn't want to. I want. I wanted to ease you into that. <laughs> they was ready for it on yeah. the, in the comments. They said, throw it out there right away. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. You know, what I mean, I really don't think it's fair. But it's it's not a bad thing. It's a once a, once again, I think it's a good thing. You know, what I mean, this is this is. Uh, because uh, I literally said the exact same thing I said right now, but I typed it out and I was like, you know, I'm pro trans, you know, do you? But like, I wouldn't take that fight. And so people were like, you're a bigot, and I'm like, that's not at all <laughs> correct. Yeah, so, yeah you, can't, you can't. You can't even win. have no. You, you you're never gonna win online. You could literally say everything perfect, and they'll still find a way to make exactly. it seem, you know, 100. percent What we got? What we got? What we got? Don't we have somebody coming in right now? It's, I don't know. Is somebody on there? I do. Oh shoot! Let me bring somebody in. Hold on, hold on. What my God! Hey, what's oh, up, bro? My God! You gotta, you gotta unpin her. Hold on. I okay, okay. Hold on. We're gonna, we're gonna unpin you, and we're gonna do this. What's up? We, we're gonna bring you in right now, bro. Hold on, just a minute. They got you. There you. Go. Yo, my man got the got it on the screen. Look at this guy. Hold up. You gotta see this shit, bro. Look at this! Hey. <laughs> Look at my guy. Look at you, man. Hey, what's up, guy? Hey, <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's going on? How you doing, run, brother Ron? Happy Sunday. I want. I wanted to show y'all how much I support y'all. <laughs> hey, I want to say something, Ron, man. I want to say it on on air, man. Ron goes hard for the for the uh, for the podcast. Everything. Absolutely. I have some personal friends that watch MMA religiously. Yeah. And they don't. They don't support us at all. I mean, you know, I, what I mean, I have I have many many people who DM me about these kinds of things, and they podcast is right here. They won't even follow the page, but that's, you know, that's another. Topic that's a good for question for K though. K, do you get a lot of uh, support from your local people, your local friends? Uh, not local. I guess your close friends more than like people you don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it varies. I do get a lot of support from you know my close friends, but I feel like it's always like a stranger will kind of support you. You know, like more religiously for some reason it's like you've never met them but they'll be ride or die for you but i mean i think that has to do with uh like sometimes when you have friendships or relationships like jealousy gets you know intact you have personal re relationships when it's like a stranger they're just a fan they want you to succeed they have no like tie to you you know what i mean so i don't know my close like circle i for sure get a lot of support from um but i also get support from random people i've never met which is crazy to me but that bo it bothers me bro it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It just it makes it easy. I mean, it's a it's something I think that like like me, you know, me and Courtney talked earlier today. It's one of those things where it's just like if, if people don't understand the passion, it's very hard for them to jump, you know, when you're jumping. Like they're gonna look at you jump and sometimes they're gonna think like, you know, hey, I hope he doesn't fall, but at the same time, I think he's gonna fall. And rather than verbally say that, they just sometimes they physically say it, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. I, I disagree with you, Ron. I disagree with that. I think. Of course you would. <laughs> I'm just boisterous. It is what it is. I don't know, man. I let feel me, like. Let me cover you up real quick. Hold on. 
Hey, um, I feel like people they want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. That's why I do. Yeah, I do no, feel I, that. I can agree with that. I can agree with that too. Come on, because I, I feel like people don't want to. You know, they, they want to see success, but they want to see themselves in success. They don't really want to hear about success. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I don't know what it is, man. It, it bothers yeah. me though because I get people like you know these fans online that you know that that's following the show now, and they are. They go hard for us, not Re- hard, bro. Bro, resharing they it. it, they've even resharing they it. it, all that, man. Like, but my my close my close friends, they don't do that. Yeah, but it's, all it's, weird. It's, it's all weird. It's all good. It's all good. You want to talk about anything, Ron? You want to ask any questions? We got a superstar on the line. K, she got two pit bulls. She is married. <laughs> <laughs> she like black guys, bro. Run. She like black guys. Shama- no, 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 no. She like uh, champagne, poppy Drake. She drink. She eats. Lemon pepper flats. Lemon pepper, all right. She like brothers, bro. She like brothers. You're a fool, man. Okay. God bless you, Kay. No, what I I wanted to talk about, um, I know y'all been talking about this a lot, but I talked to Suni about this a couple days ago. I think a good solution, I know you're going to disagree with me, but I think a good solution with fighter pay would be what are your prerequisites before you come in? For example, if you were top five, right? I think your patient, your starting salary should be significant, you know? Now, if you were a champion from a previous organization before you got signed to the UFC, your starting salary should be high. You know, it should be higher because obviously you're a champion from another organization that it's not, we're not talking about some, you know, backyard brawling. We're talking about something legitimate like LFA or, or 1FC or Bellator. And when you come over, it's like, hey, you got to be offered something that meets the value that you're bringing to the table. Mm. What do you think about that, Kay? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard because uh, it's, I don't think the solution is like a cookie cutter method. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like, so like if you are A, B, and C, you should get paid this. I feel like it's a fighter by fighter basis, which makes it harder. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to setting like fighter pay, but at the same time, like, it is true, like, everyone's worth is different. You know what I mean? There could be someone who's an up-and-comer who hasn't really had as much experience, but people want to watch them fight. They're exciting. They're on the up-and-coming. And then you have you can have a vet that is a lot better, a lot farther along in the career, more successful, but people don't really care about watching them as much. You know what I mean? So for me, it's kind of hard because, obviously, the more experience you have, say you're in the UFC for years, or say, like, you've been a champion in another organization, you know, I think you should get more pay. But yeah. are you an exciting champion from LFA? Or are you someone who got fed like a bunch of like tomato cans on you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people come in from LFA that we're not just LFA, but like other organizations uh, that like they've never really like had a challenge yet. You know what I mean? All of a sudden they're getting in the UFC and they're fighting a low tier UFC guy who's going to fuck them up, you know? And uh, I think it's all fighter by fighter. You know, if you have uh, my my record is seven and four, I believe. And, uh, but I fought some tough ass chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not padded. I'm not undefeated. I don't have a perfect record, but I've been through some shit in the fucking cage. And I think that takes it farther than being some six and zero champ in LFA who hasn't really fought anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. We can. No, I agree. I really don't think. I don't really think it should be just like you said. I don't think it should be strictly based on your record, but yeah. your achievements of what you've done. You know, <laughs> if you've had if you've had some tough fights and you came out 
you know, like either whether it was win, lose, or draw, but you had a tough fight and you came out and you worked your ass off and, and you're constantly grinding and you're constantly looking for a way to improve yourself as a fighter, you deserve yeah. that. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. if you come in with the, we call it the old school boxer mentality where you fight a, a bunch of people that nobody knows yeah. and then you come into like PBC boxing and you're 20 and 0, but nobody ever heard of you, it's because you've been fighting people nobody knows. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's weird too because I feel like social media kind of brings a weird uh, element yeah. to it as well because now is that social media and advertising is such a thing. If someone comes into the UFC and their first guy in the UFC and they have fucking two hundred fifty thousand followers, like yeah. that adds value to them now too. You know what I mean? Like someone could be way better than you, but someone has a shit ton of fans. They're gonna sell tickets and they're good, but you're not as good as a person who doesn't have a following. Like that plays into how much your your worth to the company now is too. You know Absolutely. What I mean? so, yeah. And your looks. And your looks, I would say the pretty yeah. girls do get advantage as well. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? You think you get advantage because you're pretty, uh, K? Or because think about like a uh, cyborg. She she should have got pushed harder. Yeah. She's like her skill set was like she's an amazing fighter. Same thing with Nunes. I feel like with Nunes, the UFC didn't push her for so long until she was caving bitches' faces in, and all of a sudden they were like, oh, she's the best. And it's like she's been the best. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. been doing this forever, but you didn't give her a push because she doesn't look like. Page or Rachel Osovich, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's crazy though. That is very true. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's what I think, man. I mean, but at the same time, it's like I say, when you take it back to the the business aspect of it, it's all marketing, and it's all about how can yeah. we use you to sell tickets and put asses in seats, and that's what. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. So, I can understand it from a business aspect as well. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. And I can take Paige Ranzant and sell a shitload of tickets because she's pretty. Right. You know what I mean? Then, okay, she got a little bit, she got some skill set too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's a match made in heaven for a businessman. Right. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, we just, I feel like sometimes we got to put a, a, a business pants on and, and just look at it from a business aspect because that's the only thing they care about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, true. Ryan, what do you think about the John yeah. Jones situation? Uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, brother, Ryan. <laughs> okay, all right. I was hoping you weren't gonna ask me this, but uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna tell you this. I I used to be a real dedicated John Jones fan when he came into the UFC. I am always a proprietor of loving to support people that look like me, and when I say that, I mean young black men. Mm -hmm. You know, he came in very strong, very athletic. Um very professional when he came in from what we knew on the outside right mm -hmm. and became ufc champion undisputed champion right but then the decisions that he has made in his personal life i feel like they are tarnishing an image that at one point was really elevating an entire community right mm -hmm. so there's a i feel like there's there's a responsibility level there you know like i mean i know he's engaged or married, he has kids, you know, I, I've seen him fall multiple times and then they show him on television, you know, he's, and they show the countdowns where he's volunteering at his kids' schools and, you know, he's doing all this community service stuff. And every time I'm like, man, he's on, he's back on track, right? <laughs> Let me tell you, I gave up maybe two or three years ago because I'm tired of seeing him test positive for different things. I'm tired of seeing the reckless behavior and even now, like, even the stuff, you know, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame, and then you see all this stuff related to domestic violence. That's a no-no, man. Like, I mean, come on now. Like, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even buy your ticket. That's just how I feel. 
Yeah. Will I watch you fight? I probably will, but it's not the way that it used to be. Like, I used to make sure. Back in the day, I used to make sure I would watch the John Jones fight. Now, it's like, John Jones fight? Oh, okay. Mm. I guarantee you this, though. Mark my words. The UFC is not going to do anything. <laughs> They're not going to do anything to John Jones unless those ticket sales are low. They want, if oh, those yeah. ticket sales are low, watch this, bro. Yeah. They're going to do something. If a, I think if, if a whole, you know how everything's going, man. If a whole group of people like literally organized to be against John Jones and they start, you know, protesting against him at UFC events, I think at that point they will realize, hey, you are a commodity that we can no longer endorse. 100%. Yeah, because they're, they're losing value by keeping him at that point. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. But until then, John Jones going to be on paper. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Damn. Yo. Do you have any questions you want to ask Kay? Because I know she probably can't stay on too long because it's a little dark. Uh, uh, well, since we got you, um, I know that, you know, I'm a huge Muay Thai practitioner. So what are your thoughts on being a strong Muay Thai fighter in MMA? Um, I mean, I think it's super important. You know, I feel like uh, as the women's division evolves, it, it's kind of clear you have to be well-rounded. You know, I feel like in the beginning it was kind of, um women from one martial art would come and they'd fight and then like so it would be like a wrestler versus a striker and i feel like now we're kind of getting to the point where we're kind of all well-rounded um yeah. so i think it's extremely important i i do think it is a uh, also very important to to be able to grapple too though because i've seen a lot of strikers who are fucking amazing just get put on their ass one time the whole fight and they can't <laughs> you know what i mean and uh no one likes seeing that because people want to see like the striker strike you know so i think my yeah. time important but i think jujitsu and and like wrestling and wrestling defense at least is uh if, yeah. if more important you know what i mean yeah case in point i was saying uh, israel adesanya working really strong on his uh wrestling defense and in, in his last couple of fights I, I feel like that's an evolution moment you know he's like i'm very good at the following things i've boxed i've, I've professionally boxed i've professionally done muay thai i've professionally done uh kickboxing mm-hmm. uh, as far as mma goes let me let me let me play with these holes that other people are gonna try to touch up on, Definitely. and let me be more well rounded. Yeah, I have I, sparred and fought strikers that are have far superior striking than me, like not even close. But all it takes is like one takedown, and and that's always what I tell myself too. If I know I'm going against a great striker, like I have three five minute rounds to to get one takedown, and that's all I need. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I feel like it's it's important to be a good striker, but if you're gonna be a good striker, you have to get have good like defensive jujitsu, defensive wrestling, like not only like defensive wrestling, but once you get taken down, you need to be able to get up, like know how right. to switch, be aware of stuff. Um, but it's the same vice versa. You can't just be a wrestler who doesn't know how to strike at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get right. knocked out. Uh, so I feel like right now, especially like with MMA, like it's really evolving to the point where it's like, you have to be well-rounded because if you're not, someone's going to pick you apart. Yeah. How do you feel uh, transitioning from Invicta to the UFC? That's a good question. Um, I mean, Invicta was fucking amazing. Like, Shannon yeah. Nash is amazing. I had a great relationship with her. She gets personal with all her athletes, so it doesn't feel like you are, like, like that your boss is just, like, someone, like, you know, like, I, I literally, like, would have her cell phone number when we would text, and um, everything is ran so smooth, and I don't know, for me, it was, like, when I transitioned from Invicta to the UFC, there wasn't a big difference. You know what I mean? I think the only difference is Invicta, like, uh, the staff is a lot smaller, so it's, like, uh, I got to know them very well, and it was almost like a family. The UFC is a little broader because obviously it's a bigger organization. Um, yeah. But Invicta prepped me for the UFC really well. They run things really well in Invicta. That's crazy. That's awesome. 
What about uh, what was your hardest fight you ever say that that you had in your career so far? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I would say my second pro fight probably Cal Schwartz. Um, I was also really young. You know, I was eighteen, and uh, I had just uh, won like my pro debut, and I went in the first round. I was like on my high horse. I'm not gonna lie, I was on some cocky shit. I was like, I'm the shit. I can't lose. And this girl was a former Marine. Um, like this girl was yoked as hell. She was strong. She was twice my age practically. And she hit me one time and I was like, oh fuck, this is what a fight feels like. Like, <laughs> like that was the first fight that I got in because I, I had like, like sparred and hard and like I had fought a couple times. I had boxed, you know what I mean? But I remember she hit me and before the fight, she actually did an interview and she was like, I have like old woman, or I have like woman strength. You know what I mean? And I remember being like, fuck that. I'm an 18 year old. Like I'm a stud. Like I got this. She hit me so fucking hard. I was like, dude, what are in her, what's in her gloves? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hard. And then on top of that, uh, I started getting the advantage on the feet and I was like, okay, sick. She fucking suplexes me. I'm like, okay. So now I got hit like a, she was like a fucking train and then she fucking suplexes me. So I think that was the hardest fight just because, uh, I feel like mentally I wasn't in the best like state of mind going into that. You know, I was just kind of like, oh, this is going to be a walk in the park for me. Like, um, and that kind of taught me to like not have that mindset. (laughs) 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 She brought you back to earth, huh? Humbled you real quick. (laughs) Real quick. Like you can see that picture too. I was just covered in blood. And like, I just remember thinking, fuck, (laughs) like, what did I just do? (laughs) Wow. I remember uh, me walking to the, uh, beat, uh, jiu-jitsu gym one time when i first started learning jiu-jitsu and i seen this guy named barry yoshida you know you know barry oh, yeah yoshida? i know barry yoshida huh. bro a little little asian guy yeah and i wanted to learn jiu-jitsu and i was like i'm about to murder this little motherfucker oh man. yeah he yoked your ass up didn't he bro homie and that motherfucker <laughs> submitted me like 20 times in like, i swear to god like two minutes i believe you bro i was way i was yoked everything at the time i was like i'm about to kill this dude bro and, and you know, I didn't know the the jujitsu etiquette. You know what I mean? So I'm just walking in the gym, and I, you know, you know, like the you set the timer, and the timer goes for two or three minutes, whatever it is. And yeah. you, go, you know, bro, I stopped him during mid roll, bro. Didn't even mean? know you stopped in the middle of the roll. They was rolling, and I stopped him. I was like, "Hey, man, I just want to roll with you." Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you walk in the gym. Can you hurry up? I want to roll. <laughs> yes. What? He was a black belt. He's a black belt. I'm not. I don't have any experience in it. This is my first class doing jujitsu and everything. You bro, know what so year was this? This was ooh, bro, part 2000. 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, this might be like 90, 2006 maybe. 2006. 2006. Okay. Wow. 2006. But you were training before that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this, just, I was doing wrestling and. In the other shit, but then but, you just walked into this man's gym yeah. and said, "Hey, in the middle of the road, I'm on yeah. road. I'm on. I'm on train with you. Undisputed in North Park, bro. This he is like the old OG. He beat your ass, bro, homie. I got fucking drug across the whole gym, <laughs> choked me out. This motherfucker held. Of course, he held a little extra tight. Uh huh. I'm on. I'm went to sleep a couple times. Damn, bro, humbled me. I have never been humbled that like like that ever in my life. Since since we yeah, gotta, I since feel we, like being humbled will will make you shut your mouth real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. You're Absolutely. Quiet, you're like I got nothing to say. Absolutely. <laughs> Something I want to I want to mention too. Talking about people beating your ass. So, you remember when you met me? Yeah, I was training at Blue Ocean. Yes, sir. Uh, I was going back and forth between the lines and the main Blue Ocean, right? Yes, sir. So Tiffany Van Seuss was training. 
Oh, Tiffany at, the Beast. Bro, first of all. Yes. Tiffany is a Shout out fucking to Tiffany. monster. Tiffany Van Suits, we love Tiffany. you. Tiffany. Um, the truth, bro. Bro, oh my God. So, Tiffany, uh, so I didn't know anything about Tiffany at this time. Okay. And I, I go to the gym by recommendation. I go there and I, you know, I see her there. I'm like, okay, you know, it's cool, whatever. Pro Muay Thai fighter, whatever. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a motherfucking monster. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm out here beating everybody. I'm thinking I'm a god, right? Yeah. So I go in there and uh, Alex Palmer, shout out to crew Alex. Uh, he was there and he's like, oh yeah, you should, you should spar with Tiffany. Oh, she, right? he set you up. Nah. So the first round, I did okay, right? I you was did? feeling myself. I did okay. She right? might have been easy on you. So then she was she, testing you on she the was te- I feel like she was testing yeah. me out, right? So then she goes back, she talked to Alex a little bit. They chop she it up said, for like a couple seconds. Him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> bro, she goes to Alex, she talked to him a little bit, she come back. Bro, that's I, okay. And I'm not I want to say this before I make this statement. I am not exaggerating. This is not a joke. I this is a hundred percent exactly <laughs> what happened. So I'm sparring with her. I know the movement she did now, but at the time I'd never seen nothing like this before. She had some matrix shit, switched stances, ended up next to me, and she threw a, a hook, hit me directly. I thought my jaw broke. She hit me <laughs> on my chin. I thought my jaw broke. So I sparred the rest of the round. She's lighting me up. I go over to Alex. I'm like, hey man, I think my jaw's broke. <laughs> I think she broke my jaw, bro. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, touch my. He's like, nah, man, you good. You good. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, my jaw. <laughs> Bro, that's the hardest I've been hit. And yeah. that that girl, that Tiffany Vansu's hit me the hardest I've ever been hit. Ever. Ever. I thought wow. when I tell first of all, like Flash, I thought my jaw was broken. It was like <laughs> it was some serious it was some serious shit. Um I that was I the first when I was seventeen I sparred Tiffany. Uh, yeah. I was helping Kylan in with a UFC camp. And I was seventeen and I sparred her and I knew exactly who she was and I got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't know where she was going. Like I would close my eyes and she'd be behind me. Footwork is amazing. I was like seventeen. I was like, "Fuck this! I don't even. I I don't know." What I'm doing. Like I feel like I felt like it was my first day. I was like help, helping Kylan Curran with a UFC camp, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm at this level. You know, I'm helping UFC fighters prep." I spar her and I'm like, "I I don't even know how to throw a jab." Like <laughs> it, was so I, I, it was crazy. But that, Kay, I, I have a question for you. Like, oh man, let me uh, let me change my mind on this. Um, where's the door? <laughs> Bro, that was the first time I that's the first time I ever seen a girl beat the shit out of a guy. That's Tiffany. not the first time, but that's to the to the level of ass whooping for but sure. I'm talking about like yeah, like yeah, like really beat a guy up. Yeah, that's my first time ever seen a girl. Bro, beat I've a guy watched up her like beat that. so many dudes up, bro. I'm talking about I seen her like. So this is why I say this is why I say yeah that Valentina could because I feel like her and Tiffany they're at the top. Yeah, of their sports, right? If I, if we, you have, you have photographed. It's different. Tiffany though, beat people up. It's, yeah, it's different though. Okay, I, but I want to ask MMA. I want to ask Kay a question. Yeah, Kay, out of I'm sure you've trained with a lot of you know UFC, Bellator, yeah. other professional fighters. Who in the training room is like one of the hardest people you've had to like spar with or roll with or t- do striking with? You, you can separate. Aaron Tohill. No. Aaron Tohill. She's like an OG boxer. Um, if you like search her name, she's like an OG OG. She was my first boxing coach and she has hit me harder than any man has ever hit me. And I've had men haul off on me. And I remember she threw, a, it was like a jab or a cross. And I remember thinking my nose went through the back of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hard. And I was like, what the fuck? But she's one of the like the toughest, like 
she boxed uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter, Leila Ali. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's really good. She's been, she's like one of the like mentally and physically, like one of the strongest women I've trained with. I mean, she's a lot bigger than me, but like even just skill wise, like it wouldn't matter. Wow. Okay. She, she could. You should have called police, man. Called report. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah, people calling you soft sin Sunni over here. That's all right. They should come spar, come, come spar with Tiffany hey. then and see if you still see if you still say that shit. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> hey, I will talk some shit to you. But I know I know Tiffany's credentials. Thank bro. you, thank you for all hey, y'all back who's fucking shit calling me soft. Hey. Come spar with Tiffany, and you will find out for yourself. She My will guy. beat you worse yeah. than any man will whoop your ass. I promise, bro. You. I got pictures of her decapitating motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> I mean, I done hey. witnessed them decapitations a, few, a couple times. So like they said, "I'm fat and chilling. I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> bro, I, I have pictures I can't release. Yeah. You know, of her being the shit out of UFC fighters, oh, guys, girls, bro. Bro, I remember one time. I mean, yeah, I ain't gonna. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, don't even say it. Bro, I, I respect witness, people. I, uh, yeah, I done witness some people get, get chopped up. What's up, Kay? What you gotta say? Hey, look at oh, your I dog. She was about to say hey, something. Hey, look at her dog. That motherfucker is chilling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's sitting like a human in my lap right now. Like, he is. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker got look at you like he high as shit. <laughs> you gave him some doggy edibles, K. <laughs> that motherfucker saying fuck what y'all saying. I'm over here on lean mode, bro. I just hit this uh, this chronic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm ready to go. You guys have anything to add before we let K, K go? Because we can't keep her forever because she has to go train tomorrow and she has a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything more for her <laughs> Ron you have anything more for Kay before we let her go Nah man I just want to say congratulations on what you did Being in the UFC coming from Invicta You know I'm always a proprietor of the hard workers I, I love seeing the story of people Going from one place to the next And you know onward and forward And I wish you nothing but luck Thank you so much 100% Kay we appreciate you um, I know you got a very busy schedule and everything uh, We appreciate you for coming on the show Um uh, having this conversation with us going a little deep you know like i said we get a little more controversial than other shows you know what i mean and uh I, we are big fans and uh mm -hmm. wish you the best in the future with your with your endeavors and if we can help you anyway let us know thank you so much and if you I ever if you ever become single you need a black man let suny know stop <laughs> <laughs> this guy always throwing me under the bus man <laughs> okay thanks for coming on we appreciate it no thank you for having me thank you have a good one Thank you. All righty. All righty. Ron, what's up, Ron? What's up, man? What's going on? You want to talk about anything before we, we end this podcast? Because we are like deep in like probably two hours almost. I, I see, man. I've been out here waiting, man. I rearranged the furniture three times. <laughs> <laughs> you want to add anything? You want to make any bets? Because I'm, I'm tired of taking Sunni's money. You want to add anything extra? Yeah, man. You can't be, you can't be, uh, can't be treating my boy like that. Man. <laughs> hey, I'm at this point, bro. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling. Hey, before we who is, leave, who is next that y'all are gonna bet on? That's what I want to know. The roses, the, the rose. rose fight is oh, next, right? the yeah. rose in Wei Lee. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying Thug Rose. Hey, hey, can I, can I, um, can I modify my bet? How much money did I bet before? A thousand. I'm gonna bet all. I want fifteen hundred. I'm betting 1500 
Come on, bro. bro. I'm betting 1500 Why are we going to do this? Man? I'm betting because oh, I'm trying to get my money back. If I lose this one, bro, you ain't going to see me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rose better not fucking. I'm going to DM her myself. Rose, you better not fucking lose. It's personal. <laughs> it's personal. It's $3,000 on the line. I don't even want to do you line. like that, bro. I'm already, I don't even know if I want to do you like it's that. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to get my money back for Christmas, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's that pre-Thanksgiving money. I got to buy 15. somebody a PS5, baby. Let's go. 15. You want to go? <laughs> I got my PS5. I need to buy another one. You Chris, know what I'm saying? Chris, what you think, bro? Hey, what are they saying in the comments, Chris? Do we, should, I, uh, should I put 15 on him or what? <laughs> someone, someone called you Lint Pocket Sunni. Because <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker taking all my goddamn money. Damn right. Lint Pocket <laughs> What should I do, guys? What should I do? Should I put 15 on, on this? this uh, all right, let's, let me, let me, let's just, just know that that's what do I it. want. Just know that that's what I want, but we can talk about it. Hmm. You should do it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if I. So if you lose this bet, you owe me 15, bro. 15. So. God, that's hard on you, bro. That's fifteen right. racks. I got it. It's okay. You you got money though. No, I didn't say fifteen racks. Oh, I'm sorry, fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking all my savings, player. Let's let's relax over here, all right? <laughs> hey, Ron, you see how you trying to play me, Ron? I know he did not say that one. <laughs> hey, he got money, Ron. Let me tell you, he. I swear to God, Sunny came over here one day and uh, on our last podcast. He had at least about true. six, seven thousand. That's him, bro. why you see he bumped the number up every time. He had he a lot of money, shit. bro. That was a stack. I had of money. a decent amount of money, but it, but you know, was it one? No, it was no, it one. was hundreds. Actually, bro. damn, I shouldn't have said that. Hundreds. My guy, my guy. Hundreds. Do we have the clip from our no, last one, bro? We don't need to. We don't need to. I'm gonna have to uh, text him after this, and uh, you take out a small loan. I don't know what he's doing on the side of of, of, of fighting, <laughs> <laughs> but this black dude over here. He has a hey. stack of money, bro. I swear to God, he has like six, seven thousand. They're giving you nicknames. There it is. What's the nicknames they giving? Pimp and Sunni. Sunni with the deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you see, hey, I want, I want to bring this up since K's off the, off the, uh, off, off the line. You saw when that girl came on, he tried to act real sexy, bro. Why you keep saying you that? I that? told you. Oh my god, he man. To hit, he tried to hit the very white. Yeah, side. bro. Bro, first of all, you know, you know why, you know why, why? It's because you got these headphones on. Stop, shut it's up, the, and man. you can't. Hey, Chris, am I, am I wrong? Do I always? No, oh, Chris. Hey, hey, bro. Nah. Hey, hey, it's so funny, right, Ron? He, he, she comes on. He tries to get real sexy, right? And she's like, I can't even hear you. I was like, this dude. Yeah, hey, what's up, girl? Hey. What's up? Oh no. My name is Sunni. You know, um, uh, what's up, Kay? How you doing, girl? My name is Sunni. <laughs> You know, All right, I think I think we need to end this podcast hey. now. According to he, he attacking me too much. Hey, you know what's up, girl? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I watch your fights and everything, and uh, yeah, girl, I like the way you fight. I like those dogs in your lap. Everything and nothing at the same time. Yeah, bro. I'm like, so be your fucking self, bro. That's me, bro. What are you talking about? You know what Something's mean? wrong with this guy. That's some sucking shit, man. I told like, you what happened, man. I, I smoked a little bit of flour. Okay. Hey, I smoked a little bit of flour. And my voice got a little bit burnt up. What's up with your boy, Run? This is what y'all doing in DC? Nah, man. I mean, I'm reading. <laughs> He's like, I mean, what's going on? I can't see. What is it? What's happening? No, I'm saying happening. the way he's hey. acting. Is this the way you guys acting? Do you see the way he acting? 
Nah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Hey, Ron, Appreciate you, brother. We'll ask him a couple questions before we get out because we, we're running a little late you yeah, know, yeah, right yeah. now. But what do you think yeah, about I this? What do you think about this? Do you think MVP has the same style as uh, uh, Wonder Boy? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. That's, that's a good question. I think I don't think Wonder Boy is as aggressively flashy as MVP. I think MVP is like aggressively flashy. Like we talking like you know, get in your face really try to make you look foolish and that's just a you know it's a game plan you know what i mean i i still think he has talent um obviously he's knocking people out obviously he's breaking people's skulls you know um i think with wonder boy i don't think he's as aggressive as mvp but I, you know just just based on that question i think it would be interesting to see the two of them fight each other I don't think that'll be a good fight. I think it'll be, you think it's gonna you be boring. So? Nah, it's gonna be boring. boring ass fight. You gonna be waiting for the motherfucker to be like more to come back, just waiting like there, <laughs> standing there bouncing and shit, standing there bouncing, <laughs> waiting for you hit each other. So basically, it looks like more combat. Yes, yeah. pretty much, one hundred percent. Trying to throw fucking out of you can. <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be a whack ass fight. Mm-hmm. All right, man, we need to yeah. wrap it up, man. You want to ask any questions before you get, we get out of here? Anybody from the? Nah, man, I'm just happy to happy to see y'all on this show, man. I told Sunni, I told Courtney. As far as the quality, I mean, this I feel like this is a show where if you take two people that have a photographic eye and a creative understanding of the combat industry, and you put them in a show, that's what this show is. You know, I feel yeah. like we've got a lot of shows that you know people have understanding on different aspects, but not necessarily. A complete aspect you know the, the the closest thing i think was ariel hawani and when dc had a show but even still like i feel like you guys you guys have a beautiful set you guys have a good format um your man chris is doing an amazing job with the production shout out to chris graphics yeah. i just want to praise you guys for Thank everything you. that y'all are doing thus far i already know that eventually this will either go on espn or espn plus stamped Woo! Man, shit, my man bro. got big aspirations for us. God. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, bro. Bro, I need to talk to you every morning. <laughs> every morning. You need that motivation, huh? Bro, I walk out the door feeling like Superman. I'm to talk to this motherfucker, man. <laughs> shit, Ryan. I appreciate you, man. Hey, I appreciate the support once you again. Can do it. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. Even like I was saying, like um Added some I, love to the screen just real quick. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Ah, there we go. Man, yeah, that's my boy Dave. He supports it heavy. And he has a podcast coming up uh, about eating and everything. So uh, shout check out him to out Dave. as well. Shout out to Dave. Thank shout you. out to Dave, man. I, like Someone I say, man. Calling themselves a B boy is that like a is that a term? Yo, he's Do not the first have? person that said that. I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. You know. But it's B boy B O I. I think. Uh, it's, uh, uh, I don't we can talk about that. Well, we gonna, we got some merch on the way too. So well, for real, you guys, we appreciate the support, man. Like you know, what I'm saying this is our 12th uh, episode. We're trying to get some push uh, with this. We having fun. And uh, you guys have any suggestions? Let us know. With this, like I said, we're just out here having fun. And uh, shout out to my boy Chris. A lot of stuff he does that you guys don't see um, in the background. He makes this thing happen. You know what I mean? Man, mm-hmm. soon as just come on here and talk shit. Yeah. But but really, if you all the graphics, all the the show how it's ran, everything mm-hmm. you see these little graphics, these transitions, all the the design, everything has come from Chris. So he's cold blooded and 
He's we're definitely nothing without him. Even Sunni, Sunni does a lot, you know, behind I'll the be scenes. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, and we're killing it, man. We're trying to we're trying to add another dynamic. Like I said, we we're just having fun talking shit. You know, what I mean, we don't we're not here to disrespect anybody. We probably get a little crazy, but we don't mean any harm, man. We just out here having fun. So uh, we appreciate the support because we're busting the ass behind the scenes to get this thing like you know quality show and and uh, and, and and help and uh, make it make it hot. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? So anything you want to add, Sunny? Nah, man. I'm just, I'm grateful for the support that I've gotten. Shout out to the people that support. The people that don't, that know me, shame. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's all right, all guys. We appreciate you guys for coming on the show. Ron, thank you for the support. The continued support. You've been there since day hey. one. And uh, Always. Yeah, if we can help you anyway, let us know, man. Uh, you want to talk about your uh, inventions that you're doing as well? Oh, man. I mean, that's not why I'm on here, but hey, at the end of the day, uh, the, the name of our business, uh, Tribal Train Teaches Martial Arts Fitness and Community Business over here in the uh, greater Prince George's County, College Park area. Every Saturday, we got uh, two sessions at 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. 9 a.m. is either boxing or MMA conditioning. 10 a.m. is an all-levels Muay Thai class. And then every Wednesday night, we have a uh, advanced Muay Thai class, 7 p.m. outdoors as long as the weather is good. And that's at the Hall CP in College Park, Maryland. Check us out on Instagram, travel.train.teach. Always a pleasure. Thank you all for letting me be on. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Stamping it. ESPN, ESPN Plus coming soon. Hey, we are man. the Boisterous Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hendo and SUNY. And we have my man, Chris. Chris. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching. We'll catch you on another episode later. All right, guys.